Welcome to No Quarters, episode 109. Hey, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. It is. Uh, we're on our quarantine edition. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Harlow. Yeah, Chuck is uh, working. He's a working man. Working from home? I don't know. Working enough that he hasn't been playing video games. He's, He's working, working from, from work. work. Yeah. Which is funny, like, we we were just discussing this before the show, but it's like, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, quarantine, man. Now you play all the games you want, watch all the movies you want, do all the stuff. And you guys are like, uh, no, we still have to work. Mm-hmm. And me, I'm like, hey, I don't have a job anymore, so cool. But I've only had like a couple weeks worth of gaming caught up on. Otherwise, it was kind of... Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat a lot of you guys were, where it was like, no, I didn't have anything to play for a long time. Yeah, I but, mean, and all I've been playing is like old, reliable things mostly, except for like one new thing. So, But you've played new things, so why don't, I have. You, why don't you leave uh, us off? Yeah, first one I'll talk about is Doom Eternal, sequel to Doom 2016. Uh, yeah, that is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like that game. That is a hard-ass game, I will say that. Um, but I also never finished Doom 2016 because it just got to a point where I was like, I am so tired of playing this. And it's weird because this feels less like a sequel to that Doom and more to like a modern Quake to me because the aesthetic is very much different. You know, the Doom 2016 was, like, you know... Uh, Mars bases that have gone bad and then eventually you're in hell, but it's, you know, craggy canyons and stuff. Whereas this one is, you know, doing the hell on earth thing and it's very much, all right, here's an earth city that's just fucked and, you know, demonic, which makes for some pretty cool visuals, but it is very much like their lore and everything is kind of leaning into quake Nordic type, you know, like cyber axes and cyber hammers type shit. Which is cool, but then you got to play it. And yeah, early on, that game's not fun. I mean, there, there's, I don't know any other way to put it. Have, have either of you guys played it at all? I, I have not. No. I mean, okay. I, I, I was kind of in the same boat with the, uh, the last Doom, where it was like, I hit a point where I was just like, if you give me one more hell level with, hey, remember that boss from the last one? Now there's two. <laughs> <laughs> or now they're yeah, not well, a boss I mean, that- anymore. Now there's four of them. <laughs> yeah, that was my big problem with uh, with 2016 was like, all right, here's the arena. We're locking you in and now fight 55 guys. And if you die on the 54th, we're going to respawn you and you got to fight all 55 again. And there's no checkpoint in the middle. It's like, no, just kill everything. Kill every wave of things that come at you. And this, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. There are one-ups that you can get, which are basically almost like hidden collectibles where you'll find a one-up in a certain area. And what that does is let you respawn at the end. So like, okay, you've killed everything and you're fighting the, you know, spider machine gun guy and he kills you. But if you have that one-up, you'll immediately respawn back and you have the chance to kill him and continue rather than being booted all the way back to, you know, the beginning of the entire encounter. Problem is, you only got that once. So once you've used it, game's like, all right, sorry, it's done. Go, you know, start over again from the checkpoint. Which I tried to play it on um, 
it starts out with four difficulties. I was on the second one, which is like the default. And I had to bump it down to easy because I only beat the first level. And then I was in the middle of the second level and I was just, I'm not enjoying this because this is just, I'm so like, I'm just running around in circles, getting murked by everything that shows up, you know, and it's just not, it wasn't fun. And they've also, I feel like overly complicated the whole formula that they had going because they had, you know, the, you have, all right, you know, you're switching weapons, obviously that's a given you're going to be shooting things. They want you to melee to get health back. Um, this one, you hit X to chainsaw dudes. If you have enough chainsaw ammo, you know, chainsaw gap to get ammo, to refill your ammo, which you will do a lot because you will always be running out of fucking ammo. <laughs> always. And I like, I guess what I'm realizing about this game is their loop is not one I enjoy. And their loop is pretty much, all right, you can kill everything. And then, all right, all right, you're going to find enough armor to max out your armor. You get enough health. You can load up on all your ammo. And then within 12 seconds of the next encounter, you're almost dying. You're out of ammo. You're down to zero again. And, oh, you got to run and kill something to get your health back. And then you got to chainsaw something else to get your ammo back. And it's just later on, they add like, uh, if you hit Y, you can light shit on fire. Like you can light enemies on fire and they'll start spitting out armor. So there's this whole like sequence of, all right, well, I need more armor. So I got to do this, you know, and then I need more health. So I got to do this. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say exhausting, but it's just like not fun because it feels pointless. Like getting armor in that game feels completely pointless because you'll get hit by one thing and it's all gone. And then you're back to, Oh, I'm almost dead. And it's just that I know they want you always on the brink of, all right, this is almost it. And then, Oh, I killed something. So I brought myself back, but that loop is not working for me at all, regardless of how good the level design is, which I like the levels a lot, but the levels are fucking huge. I mean, they are absolutely massive and it just takes a long time to get all the way across them and get to the next one. And yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. What, I mean, it's, what was that? Uh, I, this is going to sound like a really weird question, but what was that no. thing that the, um, God damn it. It's, is it Epic that, made the, the gate made gears of war and stuff right but then they went off and made yeah. that other one was it bullet something bullet storm bullet storm like yeah. i mean this, skills for kills well yeah i'm mean, just like this sounds kind of like that like on paper doing the mechanics in that game sound awesome but then when you do them like five ten times you're like cool i don't want to do that anymore like mm -hmm. the grapple melee murder kill thing is fun for a very short period of time yeah. You know, and then it's just like, I mean, okay, do it, rinse and repeat. Yay. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I guess I it's just, yeah. there are, there are certain enemies that are just like, I know they want you to fight them in a different way. And they're the, you know, the one you encounter early is like, the, it's the spider thing and it's got a chain gun on its head. And the strategy that they tell you is, all right, you got to shoot the chain gun on its head, but this thing is bouncing all over the goddamn place hmm. fast. And your aim doesn't really have an auto aim on its head. So if you've got like the shotgun equipped, it's like, you're not, you're not shooting that thing. You may as well just aim for center mass and just keep trying to murder it. And that's all you're going to be able to do. And, you know, eventually you get like the plasma rifle, which kind of helps, but not really. And then, you know, like the, uh, the beholders, you know, the big blobs with one eye that float around like those, the strategy is, okay, if you toss a grenade in its mouth, 
you know, by hitting left bumper, you know, the grenade will go off, it'll stun it, and then you can kill it that way. But you never have grenades. Like the only time you ever use grenades is basically to chuck them in the mouth of these things. So it's kind of like you have all these items, but they all only have this one specific use. And that doesn't seem fun because it's only like, I only feel like I ever have like one and then they'll have suddenly three beholders are floating around trying to attack me. And you're just like, ah, no. <laughs> so it's, it's weird that it's, it plays a lot different than doom 2016 did, but I almost don't like it for completely different reasons. So I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's weird to have so many people love it and just, and me just be like, yeah, this is, I'm not enjoying this. Like I like it in a different way than doom 2016, where there was stuff in doom 2016 that I enjoyed, but it's, I'm still on the same wavelength of, yeah, but I don't even know if I'm going to beat this game. Like, and if yeah. I do, it's going to be on baby mode because I'm not having fun any other way. And that's, it's tough. You know, <laughs> it kind of sucks. Cause I like the aesthetic, you know, I was always more of a quake person than a doom person. So, you know, the, the crunchy nineties industrial rock type thing that they've got going on is very strong in this one. And just like, you know, it, they've kind of picked up the whole, the stupid vibe that 2016 had where it was just like, no, you're like the legendary doom guy slayer thing that just, you know, that metal album cover thing that they went for. Like they've kind of doubled down on that and that's fun. But then, you know, you got to actually play the game. And I just, I don't find the gameplay loop enjoyable at all. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. And that's unfortunate. I mean, that's just, I don't think that speaks to a quality of a game. You know, I, there are plenty of things. We, we've all picked up on gameplay mechanics that the other person was like, really, that's the thing. And we've all been guilty of like having that mentality of like, really, this is what you like playing. You know, like BJ's Mm -hmm. love of far cry too. Like, I, I get it. I get the, you know, the, the punishing difficulty level of playing that game. But then it's like, if you've ever touched a, a sequential far cry after that, it's like, where the fuck's the takedown button? You know, like mm-hmm. I have no takedown, like stealth is worthless in this game, you know, and things like yeah. that. But, and you know, you like the dead cells or uh, dead cells, um, dead, dead or dark souls, dark, dark souls. souls. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. There's too many things that are very similar. Like, and you know, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, we all have the, the thing. It's just like, why do you like that so much? I don't know. Yeah, it clicked, it clicked and, I guess, and I guess with this game, like they act like you're this awesome, badass guy that mm-hmm. should be doing awesome shit. And you always feel like you're not. I always feel like I'm running around, running out of ammo. <laughs> like I feel like that's half the game is me going, all right, where's a damn ammo pickup? Where's where's the health pickup? Like I need, I, need, I can't kill everything. You know, I killed three things, but now I'm out of everything. And that, I don't know, that just like, maybe I just want Doom. I want to, put it in God mode and just run around and fucking, you know, watch things explode when I punch them. And it just, you know, it doesn't give you that satisfaction at all. I have a hard time understanding the logic behind that whole keep you super low on ammo and super low on health because every time I, I haven't played it obviously, um, but every time I see somebody play it or see somebody talk about it, it's that same thing. Like you're always on the razor's edge of not being able to do what the game is asking you to do um and i just i don't know how how that's fun like i love like you i love the look of it i love the way it sounds like the soundtrack is exactly what you want to be murdering demons in hell or whatever but like not being 
cool guy make lots of guns uh, feels like it, it feels a little counterintuitive. Like this is what you should be. And maybe that's just what I want in games now is that infinite power fantasy because I have no control over my life or the world around it. But um, yeah, I know what you mean. But you know, it seems like you would want games to, or it seems like games should be letting you have fun. Um, yeah, or at least, yeah. like, I, I mean, I was thinking, like, here's a weird thing about that series is so many other modern shooters, you're fighting other dudes with guns. So, like, in, a, in the pinch, it'd be like, well, it's not ideal, but I'll pick up his gun, even though it's, like, not good, like my modded custom whatever I'm used to thing, but at least it's bullets that can continue being thrown at people mm-hmm. at high velocity. You know, so it's like, <laughs> right. you know, like, that's the thing. It's like, you're murdering demons. What are you going to do? Like, take their horn and go, stabby stab. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, you know, I can't speak to how they balance the gameplay and testing and all that, but it just feels like, I know, I understand they want you to always be moving, don't stop, always be running, always be going somewhere, always be doing something, but it feels like they should have given you a default higher ammo capacity. And I know you can upgrade that later, but it's like, okay, I have 18 shotgun shells instead of 16. And those go fast, especially if you use the mod that'll let you like auto fire with the with the shotgun. It'll go boom, 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 boom. And it's like, okay, now I'm out of ammo. And it's like it, it's I, I it's just one of those choices that like I get what they're going for, but I feel like it made it less fun, at least for me to play. And I don't know how much fun this game would be to watch somebody else play because you're moving so much and things are so frantic that I feel like I'd almost get sick watching somebody else play it hmm. because you have to be moving all the time and you have to be constantly shifting your viewpoint and just, it doesn't seem like it would be fun there either. So I, it, it's disappointing. Like it's, it's one of those games I just, I want to love it so much because there are so many things packed into it that I really want in a game, but it's just not satisfying any of them. Yeah. Watching people that are good at it on Twitch is quite enjoyable, even though there's a lot of movement. It's fast paced, but um, Twitch or Mixer or whatever. Um, But, you know, with the with the fidelity of today's streaming technology, you know, the refresh rate keeps up, keeps up with it well enough that it doesn't get real, you know, real chunky and it's like it's really neat to watch somebody actually whip ass in in doom um or somebody like get frustrated and hate their life because they absolutely do not whip ass at doom mm-hmm. but it's yeah. it's not that bad watching it yeah i i just there's a lot of things i would have changed <laughs> let's put it that way but i you know it's it's just it's really it's a bummer for me that they're they basically made another quake and I'm just not enjoying. It. But anyway, at least you can run and shoot stuff. Like the next game. Speaking of running and shooting have played, stuff. Um, so, I don't know how much of how much of this have you played, Harlow? Um, I've probably played five to ten matches in solo once I discovered it and. Maybe four or five before, but it's Call of Duty Warzone. We should probably go ahead and mention that. Um, mm-hmm. Now a free thing. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm guessing you've probably played more than that. <laughs> I mean, because I haven't like super gotten into it yet. Well, I haven't played. Um, so you've probably played more of the battle royale than okay. I have, and I've played a lot of plunder. I think they call it blood money now. Okay. Yeah, I, haven't I, haven't, about I haven't touched the other thing. I was just like, give me a polished PUBG and let, let me try this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me talk about something that I really hate about this first. We'll start off. We'll start off with All the right. bad and then, and then we'll loop into the good. Um, I like it. The absolute stupidest thing that they do for both, I think, uh, modes is you can pre-select a loadout. Like, in this game, like all other Calls of Duty multiplayers, you can level up your guns, you unlock more guns, you get attachments and skins and all of that, you know, all of that bullshit. Um, but you can save your loadouts. And then once you get into the Battle Royale arena, you can find a buy station and buy a thing that drops you your specific loadout. Mm -hmm. So your specific loadout can be the absolute max spec M4 or, you know, 50 cal sniper rifle or an RPG. Basically, you can, for a battle royale game, you can kind of cheat and get your super cool weaponry. Um, in Plunder, you can drop in with your loadout like you can just drop in with your cool ass you know super awesome i'm a billy badass rocket launchers and machine guns uh loadout already like when the game starts and um that is probably the most frustrating and stupid thing that they could have done with a battle royale style where you're supposed to start out with nothing go find all of your equipment, and then make your way through the world. Um, that being said, um, the, like, it is polished as shit. Like, it, it plays so much better than all of the other Battle Royales I've played um, because it's running on that super slick-ass uh, Call of Duty engine, and running all of their net code like it everything with the exception of their um their party stuff which is kind of fucky once you're in the game it runs fucking awesome and it feels really good to play in that world um like all of the movement works super well all of the gunplay works super well all of the vehicles are really, really, really cool to use. Um, they're kind of arcadey, but Call of Duty is kind of arcadey. Um, it just all of the actual gameplay in that in Warzone is polished as fuck, and I love that. It it just is a treat to play. Um, so that's my good and that's my bad and good. Mm -hmm. um, Arlo, do you want to talk about some things that yeah, you... Yeah, well, I just counterpoint to... Not a counterpoint, but one thought I had while playing Warzone specifically with the whole, like, pre-loadout, like, kind of thing is 
you know, all the stuff is level based. So obviously, I mean, obviously, if, if you own Call of Duty, it's all one level system, you know, so if you've been playing multiplayer since the game launched, whenever, you know, you may already be super badass rank and have all the guns unlocked. So as soon as you drop into Warzone, it's like, give me my loadout. I've got all the attachments. I'm ready to go. But which is fine, I, I sort of to me, because um, I in my head, I was like, yeah, I, I kind of had that same thought. I was like, that's a little weird to me that it's like one of the big things to to these games has always been the run fast loot get you know at least some basic survival gear and then start surviving you know and then it kind of stops being looting and you know maybe you just loot people's corpses but you you know as the circle gets smaller and smaller you can't just be running around making noise looting stuff you know as it becomes more of a game of survival especially with this one having 150 people in it you know versus like the standard 99 or whatever Mm -hmm. um so there's that and it it kind of leads to more action than you get sometimes in a PUBG because I, I felt like with PUBG it was a lot of like I might as well just hang out in this room until the circle moves and then make my way you know it, there can just be a lot of waiting it's quasi camping but it's kind of like a strategy in that game it's not camping so much as it is like I'm just going to be silent and hang out here for a little while you know survive this you know shrinkage of the cir- circle this one go around um, but I was back to the point is the high level people I was started treating I was like oh so maybe it's kind of like Hunger Games you know f- for a terrible analogy because you know, Hunger Games is the poor version of Battle Royale, but mm-hmm. the rich people the spo- you know, got sponsors and it was like they start with an advantage because they come from the rich you know, districts or whatever. So it's just like, yeah, all right, if you've been playing for a while and especially if it's like one of those like, oh, it's the all the veteran Hunger Game people are back for one crazy one, you know, All-Stars, Survivor, Battle Royale, the, All-Stars the Island. Quaternary. Yeah. So it was like, oh, OK, well, yeah, definitely. I could see like, you know, you've 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 been through a few matches i feel like maybe there should you know in an ideal world they would just put this out as a standalone game i feel like all of the call of duty should probably branch out to separate games at some point because there are some people that just want to play that single player experience never touch the multiplayer other people only touch this standard deathmatch or team deathmatch multiplayer and other people would play this mode and i know this mode is free but i feel like perhaps there should be a battle royale or plunder based ranking system all of its own just to say like you know, okay, it's 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 easy to earn some point, fairly easy to like get dragged around by a team and, and win a couple matches and get lots of levels in Call of Duty. That does not equating to being a good Warzone player. You know, mm-hmm. coming jumping over there and starting with an advantage is is weird. You know, because it's like that's a whole different gameplay mechanic style, and I don't feel like it's maybe fair that it seems sort of tied in. And and maybe I'm wrong because I don't do not have, I, full disclosure. I don't have the full Call of Duty Modern Warfare game, so I've not played the other things i'm just speaking that i can't imagine i i think i downloaded it like day one and there was already people like rank 150 now i know <laughs> i know <laughs> that it's possible because there are people that are crazy and they're quarantined and maybe they haven't slept in 72 hours or whatever but i felt i felt like okay was it's it pro- part of the original game no 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 no, no it wasn't that's so, so i mean it like just came later. yeah it just came later oh. and, and it was immediately free so it was like the fact that they were 150 on like day one that it was available i was like yeah that's got to be all one single multiplayer thing all i think it's all cod points bullshit whatever their little yeah. leveling system i think it's all universal that, it that, is that's what it would appear to be one of my friends that i've been playing plunder slash blood money with um has been playing some of the regular mm-hmm. call of duty multiplayer and that's where he got a bunch of his initial levels but it yeah. also doesn't take that long to level up if you're kind of good at it yeah it, it really doesn't i mean that's the thing is like especially if you like once you unlock a gun and you're like, this is my gun, there, there are many like it, but this one is mine, <laughs> you know, like, like 
when you when you like circle in like you know, then there's levels based on the you know the attachments are based on reusing that gun getting x number of kills getting x number of headshots and then it's like here have a better scope here have a silencer you know whatever and you're leveling up that gun but it's the rankings that unlock the guns and then you playing and being pretty good with that gun gets you the better stuff which is really mm-hmm. where the true advantage is i think you know i think i think attachments are far more valuable than getting the gun and locks themselves because you know all the guns are pretty good in the game they're they're fairly well balanced i mean obviously obviously there's advantages with like long range snipers and crazy scopes and things like that but yeah that comes with mm-hmm. leveling up and being getting good with that gun more yeah so. there there's certain things like the like the mp7 is like the god tier submachine gun i keep mm-hmm. kicking my camera sorry um like the mp7 is the god tier submachine gun but it takes a long time you have to be like level 50 something to unlock it sure um yeah so i mean there, there's pluses is, and minuses. It's, it's not un- unattainable yeah but. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think so, after my first match i got like 10 levels because like i did some in-game challenge i didn't even know it was like open next number of boxes and i was like ding 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 you know, like, it was just like level mm-hmm. level 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 and i was like oh, okay i mean i only made it to like number 50 or something you know it wasn't like i did awesome at the you know PUBG mode or whatever the what the hell battle royale mode Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual so, Warzone mode. I'm just curious, what is their in-game reason for the the world shrinking? I'm just curious. It's a gas field. It's you know, yeah. It's just like you know, it's your standard <laughs> like you know, it's just this is the area you don't want to be in because there's poisonous mm-hmm. gas. Now there are things like you can get a gas mask so you can survive longer. Like it will still seep through and and or eat through, through the gas mask, but you can pick up gas masks in the world. And there's actually like little in-game. I don't know if achievements, it's more yeah. like uh, rewards, like spend mm-hmm. two minutes in the gas with a gas mask on or just as five, two minutes in the gas. And it doesn't have to be out at once. It just means cumulative. But and it's like, OK, that that's an in-game little challenge. So here's more XP yeah. or whatever. So what's the best you guys have done so far? I got into like the top 15, I think, in solos once I did. All right. I got down to a real small circle. <laughs> mm hmm. Um. I won the bot match. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's the best I've done in um, in the battle royale. But I'm I'm actually pretty decent at plunder, which is the um, I kind of I have to I guess explain the that mode a little bit. The goal of that is not necessarily like you're not you don't have the shrinking world like you do in a typical battle royale. Um, your goal is to collect cash and um, like. You have to, the game runs until the first team collects a million dollars in cash. Um, and the cash payouts are a lot higher, or the cash drops are a lot higher than they are in, in Warzone, because there are cash drops in Warzone as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like five times the cash drops in um, in Warzone. So you collect cash until a team reaches a million dollars, and then... From there, you have two minutes to of like a catch-up round where um, all the cash values are increased, and there are these like attack helicopters that show up and try to kill you. Um, and um, then whoever has the most cash at the end of that wins the round. Um, and unlike other, unlike the like the battle royale mode, when you die, you respawn. Like 
you will either respawn on your team, or if your whole team wipes, then you guys will respawn on a different part of the map. I, I did uh, want to point out, just because you're talking about respawning, I, I like what they do in Warzone. I mean, I assume you've probably died in that mode. Oh, but, yeah, the Gulag. Yeah, so like they throw you in a Gulag, which basically puts you in a queue to have a one-on-one -on -one match with a random weapon with one, you know, one other random other person that died. Whoever wins gets to resurrect, basically. Then you get to do it once. Oh, I like that. But yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. So it's like it's a second chance, but not a guaranteed second chance. It's fun. Mm -hmm. But like they actually have an animation of like guys dragging you to the gulag, and then you get like then you're in like the arena area, and you can just punch at other people, even though it doesn't, though it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, while you wait, mm -hmm. you can yeah. just run around and fuck with people. Yeah, but yeah, I just like it. I just thought that was a funny respawn mode for a battle royale. Yeah. Well, also in. In the regular Warzone Battle Royale, if you have enough cash, you can go to a buy station. And if your teammate has been like killed mm -hmm. and didn't have a, a gulag chance left, you can buy them back in, yep. which is really wild. Like, yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff. As, as you described in our chat, you you said there's some pretty caught ass elements of this because there's still like kill streak bonuses and things like that. So counter to so many of these other things where it's like. Yeah, all right. Maybe you're if you're lucky, you get like a supply drop, or you just find a random supply drop in like PUBG. I don't think you can even like call one in. Maybe you can now. That game has changed a lot, but like this one, you can just go to a buy station and like buy kill streaks, or actually get them by doing mm -hmm. kill streaks. But like you could get you know like the UAV, like a thing that's very unheard of, and like a battle royale thing where it's like it's generally pretty easy to stealth. But then there's the whole COD like perk things where like I'm invisible to UAVs and stuff yeah. like that. Like, and it's nice because like you can make custom classes that are like spec for battle royale like silent running and you know invisible to uavs and stuff are obviously super useful for something like battle royale you know maybe more so yeah. than like infinite ammo pickup or you know because you're not even you know it's not like deathmatch where you can just be killing you know getting 20 kills in a match like you're, you're lucky if you take out like five six ten people in a if you're super awesome at a battle royale thing mm -hmm. yeah 10 seems to be like the i'm a super billy badass right yeah limit so, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I've, I've got, like, four kills, and I was like, damn. And it was just like, I just got lucky. Like, dudes were just entering a building, and I was just walking down the hall, like, oh, hey, bam. <laughs> yeah. Usually cheap kills, think, but it was like, whatever. They walked yeah. in. I think in Plunder slash Blood Money, pretty sure it's called Blood Money now. Um, I think the most kills I've gotten is six, but I did get a second place with a, with a team, um, some friends of mine. Uh, but my favorite thing... Um, is actually running plunder solo because I don't have to worry about anybody else. It's all me and I can run like I can just, I can just move mm -hmm. and like mobility is such an important part of that. Uh, such an important part of, of blood money because you like, like in, in PUBG or even in the regular war zone, you know, you kind of don't want to stand out. You don't want to, um, you don't want to attract attention if you can. And it's somewhat the same in Blood Money, but you, but you have to find that that loot if you want to, you know, if you if you want to get anywhere near uh, winning. And I I took sixth place in, um, in a when it was still called Plunder. Um, I took sixth place with about eight hundred thousand. I think it was like 835,000 um, by myself, which was which was really fucking awesome. And I just like, all I do is I, I hide and, and I run 
I just run and run and loot and run and loot and run and loot and run and loot. So you're um, a lot like me, like objective based stuff works a lot better for you than just go kill that guy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah that's one fun thing that they, I mean, I, I don't know if that makes it its way into uh blood money or whatever it's called now. Um, but there's like little in-game challenges, which yes. are usually just like invo involve like, Hey, you, you, you went here now go over here and open this other thing. And it's like, here's some money and whatever in-game XP or whatever. And mm -hmm. it, it just kind of adds a little, like, instead of just chaotically, like, well, I wonder if that building's been looted yet, you know, kind of thing. You're like, well, I might as well run. You know, like, usually it'll be like, you start one in a garage somewhere and it'd be like, you need to go six floors up on this other building to complete this. But then you're at the roof and it's like, well, I'll hang out on the roof for a minute and see if I get any sniping opportunities. You know, yeah. So it kind of just, it, it sort of like subtly nudges your gameplay style sometimes just like oh, i wouldn't have thought to go up here but while i'm here <laughs> yeah there are um there are three types of those um and i they're called contracts i think um there's one called um bounty hunt which is uh you go obviously you try to chase down a specific person and kill them and it gives you sort of a general area on the map of where they are um, there's one called recon where you have to go hold a position for, I think it's about a minute. And when you do that, it shoots up a big flare into the sky so that everybody can see where you are. Um, and then there's scavenger where you have, um, you have to basically go to three locations and open these three boxes. And, uh, they actually like the payout on those things is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And the more you do and around the, like if you do. If you do one, the next one has like a 20% cash bonus on it. So you'll get 20% more cash. Um, and yeah, I think plus, each plus one you can drop like legendary weapons and crap like that. You know, like really yeah. badass guns sometimes. Yeah. And then they have the typical like daily, weekly, monthly season challenges and everything. Um, which a lot of them depend on the Battle Royale, which I don't really like nearly as much. I'd much rather play... Um, I'd much rather play Blood Money because yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna try style. that one. I just I I'm kind of a sucker for the battle royale formula. Like I've just been kind of waiting like for one that was like just not hinky in some way, you know, yeah. like and then not like it takes a 12 year old to play like Fortnite. <laughs> or, right. or I was like, hey, I'm doing all right at this game, and then suddenly someone like headshots me, parachutes out, builds a bridge, and I was like, oh fuck, I wasn't playing this at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I was, I was playing, playing the baby, baby version yeah, of this, this game. game. I was just running and shooting is, and climbing trees and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is I, I actually own the full Modern Warfare game because there were some friends I was going to play with. And then, you know, my old job kept me from doing that. Mm. But I'm very curious to see, like, how that's how this has affected the full game. Oh, know, I, everyone, I, I immediately if it's like to... Fortnite where everyone just abandoned it completely and, you know, everyone's just on Battle Royale or what. I will you say, know. if if their intention was to sell copies, I immediately want a copy of Modern Warfare now. Like, after playing this, I was like, damn, this is polished, and I'd like to see the other modes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that one still had a single player, so... Yeah, yeah. Better than Black Ops 4, I guess. Because I want to say Black Ops 4 had this mode in it. It just wasn't a free-to-play. Was, well, it wasn't great, either. Like, it still... Yeah. It, yeah, I tried it. It's not great. It was still, like... Yeah, it was an afterthought, like... I mean, you could just see what the, the dev cycle on these games is. Like, you know, Blops 4 was probably in, de in development for like six years behind the scenes, mm -hmm. like behind all the other ones. And then they were like, oh, shit, this Battle Royale thing's really big. Whatever, put it in this game. And 
They didn't yeah. fully bake it like they did this one. So you feel like they addressed it with this one? Yeah, this one feels much more like an actual thought out thing instead of just, mm-hmm. you know, bad servers and bad connections and like the the. I want to say that like the interface system for like picking up loot and sorting your loot and that was real bad. And this one's pretty clear. It's like if it's ammo and you have space for it, duh, we're gonna pick it up. Same thing with cash. Like, why would we make you click yeah. on it? You know, it's like yeah. things that are obvious. Yeah. It just picks up automatically. That's one thing that I've got to say uh, that I didn't mention before is the because it, it it's barely even a thought, which is a great thing in uh, in Warzone. Like you just you have a primary and a secondary, and then you have um, you don't have to bother with attachments or or any of that bullshit. Um, so you have a primary, a secondary, a tech gadget a lethal gadget um, and then kill streaks and a whatever the other thing is, but you don't have to fuck with any of the inventory. You don't have to worry about like picking pieces of armor for your different, the different parts of your body. You have armor plates. It's one category of thing. And there's one button to replace your armor plates. It's all so streamlined. It it's, so nice like even like to Fortnite's credit you don't have to screw with um a whole bunch of different armor types and it's just like five slots but this makes it so much more simple and such a faster grok rate for for lack of a better term like you just you you get in there and it's like okay yeah i've played a video game before i got two weapons i swap between them i pick one up i drop the other let's go Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys will definitely be playing more of it. Yeah, for why, sure. Why not? It's free. <laughs> yeah. I even I downloaded it on on the, the Xbox, Xbox too. I, I have it on, on both PS4 and, and Xbox now. now so. so I will team up with you there if you wish to play there on the Xbox. Well, I would like to try. Cause I've always only played team modes or solo mode because like having random teams is f- fucking useless. You know. Yeah. Like they're not yeah. going to do. You're not probably not all on headset. They're not going to do what you say anyway. Yeah, if you can't communicate, it's not yeah, worth yeah, bothering. No. It's, it's a very tactical, yeah. like you know, strategy-based thing that needs to be on the on the move. But with randos, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll play, play with you on, on Xbox, Xbox for sure. Yay. Hey, I should play too. Okay. I got no. the time now. Trios. <laughs> hey. No, we don't we want, want you to play. play. Uh, uh, they, they actually just expanded just it to four-player, four so, so you, you can do four-player four squads, squads now. now. Okay. Uh, okay, so we'll need a fourth that's not Chuck. No, we don't need a fourth. I mean, it's just up to four. Yeah. 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 Well, listeners, if you're better than Chuck at video games, <laughs> hit us up. We might invite you. It's not fair. Go he's to not here. He's not here. I can talk shit about him. Oh, okay. he, he knows he, he sucks, sucks at video, video games. games. Mm. He'll probably edit this out anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> He'll just be like, uh, then Chuck is awesome at video games. Didn't <laughs> 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 insert that over the whole thing. Yeah. yeah on repeat. Yeah. In the Siri voice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Actually, Chuck, Chuck is, is good, good at video games. <laughs> Uh, no, he never plays on baby admit. mode at home. Chuck will be the first to admit he sucks at games. Like he eats, he has he has no ego about it. That's what I, that's why I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But um, go to uh, noquarters.net and there's uh, some button somewhere that'll take you to all of our gamer tags and our stuff. profiles. Mm. Yeah, that's hasn't been updated exists. since 2006, but. but cool but you know what we haven't changed them since 2006 that's right so there you go 
So still XX uh, Sexman four twenty XX <laughs> all these years. <laughs> Did you say Sexman four twenty? XX Sexman four twenty. Okay, just making sure I heard it correctly. Yeah, Sexman four twenty was already taken, so I had to put those lowercase uppercase X's. Right. I forgot. I'm so glad. Like I figured out like a good name that was mine that just I could get almost everywhere because I couldn't imagine like you know signing up for something you know back in you know 2001 like when i actually set up my xbox live account or whenever it was was it like what was it it was like 2002 or three i think that they sure. launched I mean, it I think, on the original yeah, I, think, I think one i think the the xbox original just came out in 2001 so i want to say it was at least a year or two like, later yeah. yeah it was like two or three and i bought it i bought live just like get dlc for um, project gotham 2 mm. <laughs> that was why i got it, it was like all right our tracks but uh, God, I, I'm so glad like my name lent itself to making a decent uh, gamer tag. Because God, I, I could imagine if I was like XX Deathcock XX Five, <laughs> you know, like just something, just hey, fucking. Are you talking stupid. shit about Deathcock out of our my <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I would not have it. Deathcock, Deathcock is, is a, a close, close personal, personal friend of mine, <laughs> and I will not hear him besmirched. I've known many Deathcocks. <laughs> All of them were good people. And, and this Fine is one people. of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so you played you played another game, Mackie, right? That's not Kyle. Uh, I I did play another game. <laughs> uh, what, what's, your, I, what's your current status on this game? Is it complicated? Are you in a relationship? Uh, no, I'm. You're broken. I'm up? officially playing Neo. Hmm. Dose? Oh man, Neo, Neo two. Yeah finally came out and uh, fuck me man neo 2 is just uh, all right here's the problem people have figured out like basically developers are making the game for people who've already played the first one and the first one was hard as fuck and they're basically like all right how can we make this even harder and so what they've done is (laughs) made it hard as fuck. And I, I don't know if I just like <laughs> was on the level of, of just being like too good at the first one. I, I mean, and like being at the point where it was just like, I had everything going on. I don't know, but God damn man, like not enjoying this game at all. Just cause it's, it's just too hard. Like I is not good in a way that I enjoy. Like, and it's weird because it feels like they didn't change anything. Like they basically just said, all right, here's Neo. Here's more levels. There's a couple other things that are added on, but it's not really that different. But somehow in like, they're just like the second boss of the game. I got stuck on him for like five, six hours. Like legit. I fought that boss. 250 to 300 times and it's one of those things where it's like well people say oh well you need to do this when he does that and you need to do this and it's like i'm doing everything you told me to do and it just like whatever i was doing just wasn't quite enough and i'd always fuck up somehow and then he'd kill me and then it was just back to that loop again and that sucks (laughs) I, i mean there's no other way around it it sucks to want a game that much and then just be at a point where like you are not advancing in this game until you 
And then, and beating him didn't even feel like, oh, yes, I'm the champion. I fucking did it. It was more like, all right, I can actually keep playing this game. Like, it was more a relief than anything. And and the thing is, like, I straight up deleted the game off. Because I was like, you know what? Fuck this thing. Like, this can just die in a fucking fire. Get it off my hard drive. I don't want to deal with it anymore. And yeah, so I deleted it and then i was like you know i bought that with the season pass and i spent 80 dollars, and for you know 12 hours worth of game six of which were fighting one single boss that's not a good return on investment since i don't have income coming in now <laughs> so i was like all right i need to go back to it and so yes i did beat it i'm still working on it um, there are a few people in discord wolfman mentioned Switching to Odachi's, which I've done, and I'm actually kind of enjoying playing that way better, even though I didn't enjoy it in Neo 1. Who knows? But, yeah. Like, I... You know, the whole... We've talked about before, but... And and it kind of relates to Doom Eternal as well, where it's like, uh, difficulty in games. Like, why is everyone who's a developer so obsessed with making games as hard as they fucking can be? You know, and it's this has happened with early access games too, like roguelikes. You know, I've heard people talk about roguelikes where it, everyone who played early access figured out all the tricks and was just able to fucking blitz through the game and just destroy it. And it's like, okay, they figured it out. But if you go, well, we got to make it harder for those people, they can play it. It becomes a case of, well, fuck. Like, you know, someone like me goes, oh, yeah, maybe I'll give that a shot, you know, and all the early access people are like, yeah, they made it really good. It's it's hard to do. And someone like me walks in and just gets his fucking ass destroyed in a game. And it's like, where's the fun in that? And it kind of feels like that's what Neo 2 was. And I mean, I, you know, I was probably the biggest proponent of Neo that you guys know, at least. And probably a lot of people that follow me on Twitter are like, yeah, nobody fucking hyped that game more than that. You know, I had almost 200 hours in it and it's like, here I am playing the second one going, I can't get through the second boss. You know, <laughs> there's something fucking wrong with that. And I don't know, man. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going in it, but it's kind of sad that this and Doom Eternal were the two games I got, you know, right before I got laid off. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to play these. I got time to play these games and neither I am. I'm not enjoying either of them because they're both like too hard and just not working right for me. And that sucks. Hmm. I, I wish it was different, but yeah. And it sucks even more for this one because it is just straight up. It was a, it was a more of the same. They barely changed anything. There's a couple mechanics that are different, but they're not different enough from the core gameplay to really, you know, to really make a big deal about. So it's a bummer. I'm really, it's, it's just, I'm bummed out about it because I was so hyped for this game and hitting something that really fucked it up for me. Well, uh, speaking of yeah. twos, the <laughs> yeah. I found a number two game that I really like. Um, I believe I briefly played it once upon a time and talked about it on here, but I just somehow returned to it and that's State of Decay 2. Um, no, it's not a new game at all. <laughs> it's on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. That's what made me go. Because 
I used to get, I think it was State of Decay and How to Survive confused. Totally different kinds of gameplay. It's just, I used to, those two things for some reason are like one of those in my head. I'm like, which one's which? And so for just half a second, I installed State of Decay 2 going, I'm not sure which game this is, but I'm going to install it because it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is, in case you don't remember me talking about it or you're not familiar with it, is it's, it sounds like something that I should not be into at all, but I kind of fucking love it now. <laughs> is it's a it's like a it's a zombie survival game where i would not say the zombies are they're not the primary focus it's almost it's almost base building and and management with zombies being your thing that's gonna mess with you surviving kind of thing like it's it's not a survive you know it's not a zombie killing game first it's sort of like all right, well, there are certain things that will make you go kill zombies. Like somebody's like, I want you to go clear out this house that's got an infestation. But that's just like because you're doing a mission. Like the base game of surviving is just that. It's gathering materials and going back to your base and upgrading it, but not too much because it generates noise and then you're going to have a zombie attack. So it's it's all, all of this balancing act thing that for some reason I have just gotten sucked into and kind of loving to death. Uh it's one of those things I got, you know, it's meant to be a co-op multiplayer type game. doesn't have to be though. Like I'm not advocating anyone jump on my <laughs> desire to play this game, but I've just, is like, it one of those where it puts uh, robots in instead of people? Or? Yeah. Well, I mean you have like, so basically the advantage would be like, you can take, like you got your all, you know, let's say you have six people in your base and you just have, you know, you're not, you're not playing any one character. It's like, I can take over any character at any point in time and control them and then I can walk up to another person if it's not being controlled by another human and say, come with me. And they're just going to be like your AI buddy. And that's about the most you can do as a single player game is bring one one person with you to like, and they're they're not completely incompetent. They're not as good as a player would be, but they're not mm-hmm. the worst AI. Like they will actually help <laughs> in some cases. They're, it's not like, I, like I will usually take an AI person if I'm going to like clear an infestation or something like that, because it's like, just having having you know a second person attacking is going to help you know at least split the wave of zombies off into two places so you're not getting mobbed but yeah it's just it's one of those games that like you, you the basic the basic mode is just like this i think it's called legacy or something like that and you just you know you can either start with random people um well you have to start with random people the first time and there's kind of like a little story mode that is like a tutorial and then it's like all right go into town find a base build it up, build your defenses and, and go from there. And then you can move to larger bases that have, you know, bigger areas to build more stuff later on as you get, gather more followers and fame, I believe, or influence, I believe is what they call it. Um, and then, you know, at a certain point, you, you kind of like elect a leader and then there's four, I believe, different archetypes of leaders. And then you kind of have like some in-game goals of like, if it's a, a builder leader, which honestly I would suggest playing the game with first is finding a builder leader because... I will explain the mechanic in a second, but that's just my pro tip. Um, they'll say like, okay, okay, well, for a builder, you know, you have, you have to have a base of this size and then you got to build this specific like building and then level it up and like it'll start triggering in-game events. And then you basically are like, cool, you won the game. And whatever characters survive kind of go into this pool and you can reuse them on the next time you play. And mm-hmm. And it has a cool mechanic where like, Despite these being all AI characters, they kind of have different personalities. Now, some of them are very similar. It's, you know, it's not quite like 
some like weird fantasy star thing where it's like there's 600 different voiced characters and they all have different personalities and all this different thing depending on what you choose it's not one of those but it's like everyone kind of has a distinct personality and they have little backstories and all this kind of stuff that's randomly generated kind of like a roguelike thing but when you get to the end if you've beat the game with like a builder the next time you play you can get basically a little boon i believe they call it it's like a perk and so for builder you automatically start whatever base you have it has it has electricity and running water and that's a huge bonus. <laughs> I will say that's yeah. probably the best bonus of all of them because I, I looked up what the other ones were because I was like, I'm going to play again, but I would like to I'd like to know ahead of time what, I, what I'm getting into because there's, there's Sheriff, which kind of you would think might be kind of military, but it's really more like they're trying to enforce like getting medical facilities up and going to start treating the, the plague that's what caused the zombies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of his path. Then there's a warlord, which is basically just like fuck all the other survivors. Let's <laughs> we're we're taking over, and so I, that's really kind of the gameplay. I really haven't been interested in playing so far because I'm just like, no, it's like let's make friends with the other people. Because another one, the, the last one is traitor, and that's basically like, hey, kumbaya, guys, like let's all live together, and we'll just, you know, you you focus on one thing, and I'll you know I'll focus on this, and we'll pool our resources, you know, kind of kind of deal. And so they all have like these little perks you get for like starting the game over, and then it's like it's fun because you've got people. You can pick people with specific skills based on how you want to play if they survived the last time. So you're not starting from ground, you know, from zero with people and these perks. Mm-hmm. So like every time you play through, it's actually kind of more fun because you can just like, what happens if I do want to play this one? Like, let me take a, a guy who's good at sharpshooting because I'm going to go for the warlord thing. So I'll have a sniper on standby <laughs> and things like that. So, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a fun game. Like it's it's one of those weird things like you were talking about. I, I it was making me think of it when you're talking about the lack of ammo and Do- doom eternal. Obviously, during a zombie apocalypse, lack of ammo is a, a very real yeah. thing, despite almost all the scenarios being like, hey, there's one or t- two or three or four or five gun stores in town that you can go there and loot ammo. But still, it's mm-hmm. like you're going to find like six rounds of nine millimeter. And the thing about the game is like guns are supposed to be kind of a backup. Like it's it's mostly all melee based um, or, or it yeah. should be probably or that or just it makes mow, sense mow, for mowing, mowing down things with a car because cars are actually a very viable combat utility <laughs> like you can mm-hmm. you know you can actually go a path and get an auto mechanic and then make upgraded almost like bad max style cars where they have you know blades and stuff on the front of the car and just mow zombies down and have a lot more armor but so there, there's it's it's a it's sort of like gta gta online but with zombies <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. a, acquire some goods you know uh you know with a little bit more a lot more survival element though but i'm just saying like it the craziness that can happen in that game is just kind of fun and reminds me of like a gta 5 thing where it's like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to build up wealth and weaponry and things like that and have people survive. The zombies are just kind of fodder. (laughs) Now I'm trying to remember state of decay one. Was Mm -hmm. that the one that was like kind of real time where if you left, you kind of had to log in by a certain time for your guys to have, you know, not died in the base or whatever. I think maybe that did have that mechanic. That's all gone from this. Like there's time passage in the game, but it's not like based on your system clock or anything like that. There's, there's just a day night cycle. Like every every day that goes by, like if you don't have, like you can go and claim things, like go claim in a clinic, and then you'll have an incoming source of medical supplies. But mm-hmm. you know, and food. Same thing with there's basically there's food, uh, medicine, ammo, building material, and uh, gas. So food, yeah, I think it's the five things, the five different kinds of materials, and you can capture things so that you have an incoming flow of it based on you know your usage of it, obviously. However mm-hmm. many people you have, I think it's one one food unit per day that they're going to consume. So it's good to have like something on base that can, you know, like a garden or something that can grow food. 
because every day it's like, okay, minus this because you had because you have two card checks, they take two ammo, you know, like get yeah. snipers up there all the time, things like that. So it's 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 kind of it's it's not nearly as wacky as like Dead Rising, but it's kind of similar to that in a strange way. <laughs> like it's just this big open world, like hop in a car, mow down some zombies, jump out, repair the car real fast because you have a toolkit, throw some more gas in it and go back to town. Mm. Plus, you know, with all the we- weird DLC stuff that's out there, like there's there's just free things you can call in from the radio. So like there was a thing called the Independence Pack, which I think was a free LC. And so you can call in this like fireworks car that just like shoots fire out the side by holding down the, yeah. the horn button. So you can just drive nice. down the road, just igniting zombies, hordes of zombies. Um, yeah, it's just, it's goofy and it's fun. And very rarely are the zombies like feel like a real true threat. I mean, there, there are, yeah. there are certain plague zombies that if they even touch you, you contract a little bit of the, of the plague kind of thing that can turn you into a zombie. Um, but like, even that's kind of pretty easy to combat. Like you, you know, build a basic me- medical facility and you can give yourself a cure. And even when somebody gets it, you have like an hour to two hours before they will actually turn. So, and that's real time, like in the game, like not when you stop playing, <laughs> it's just however long in the game. And if you can't get back and, yeah. you know, make a cure and give it to them, you're probably playing the game wrong. I will say that it's a little bit of a struggle the first time through, but it's one of those fun games that reward you with multiple playthroughs. Just saying like, here's some bonuses and also, you know, your people. <laughs> yeah. Is there a win state or is it basically just like, okay, you got to whatever day it is and then your no, whole it's, team died? It's, it's, it's not a time-based thing. It's just, like I said, you know, if you're going for the builder win, it's, it's sort of like civilization. Like, you know, if you go for the, like, the science win, you got to do this, 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 and this and get the people to the moon mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and this is like, oh, builder wants this, this, and this in order to consider victory, you know, basically build a badass base that is super defensible and, you know. I will say like without spoiling like the end game usually is like it gets you know usually drama with the people a la Walking Dead it's like people that you thought were friends are now going to come attack you because spoiler they had the secret plot going or something like that and kind of stuff like that it's like you know usually the end game is people are shitty so like like, the other survivals will usually fuck with you at some point throughout the game and you know turn on you or just become hostile because you wouldn't give them free shit I had had one scenario Mm -hmm. like that they were might as well have been called the moochers because like every two minutes, like hey, I really need some building materials, and I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll get to it. And they're like, hey, where's our building materials? And finally, I went over there and I was like, fuck you, I'm not giving you any more free shit. And they immediately just started shooting at me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like classic assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're kind of like your whole gr- your whole camp in Red Dead too. Yeah. Hey, why haven't you done this thing for me yet? <laughs> sort of. Maybe you should do that thing. Yeah, I mean, most of it has a pretty generous cooldown. It's just some of the requests. I'm like, yeah, if I have time, I'm in the middle of doing a thing. Like, yeah, yeah, because you know, at, at first you will struggle. Like, you know, every day it'd be like, man, I'm always at like the bare minimum of, of whatever resource. And then at a certain point, it's just like I've fucking got it all. I can just go have fun and murder some zombies and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just somehow this time it just really, really, really grabbed me, and I'm digging it. That's good. Yeah. It sounds it's like always good fun. to have a game like come out of the blue and do that for you. Yeah, I don't I, like. I don't even know how old it is. I mean, I know it's like now it's called the Juggernaut Edition, which I'm thinking is just like we threw various DLC things all together in one mode. But mm-hmm. that's the one that's on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, of course. That's pretty much what it is. It's yeah. the here's all the DLC and updates and everything. Yeah. I was I was actually looking at um, after you talked about how much you liked it. I was um, looking at 
at purchasing it. But then I, w- I was told that I was taking a 25% pay cut for the next three months because of the Rona. So <laughs> I, thought, I thought you got the game, got it on the Game Pass thing, no? On yeah, it's on Game Pass. Is it on Game Pass? I don't even know it if is. I have Game Pass. <laughs> I thought you did. Oh, I, no. I thought, I thought we all did like the let's max it out and for a dollar upgrade thing. I think I missed that because no. I'm an idiot. Yeah, BJ yeah. was a little limited at the time. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, funding actually, I was, still think funding you, was down. I still think they have like the whatever time you have left. If you switch it over to that, it's still a dollar. I, I okay. still think that's actually like you can still find that click through. Everyone was like, it's a limited time thing, but I think it's still there. Like, because mm-hmm. basically the trick is, is like, it's not really like an upgrade for a dollar. What they're doing is like buy a month and we will convert your thing to ultimate. The first month is a dollar. And so it, but then it's just like, oh, you had 18 months remaining of gold. It just became Game Pass Ultimate or whatever, you know. So yeah, that's whatever, what I did. I bought as many yeah. months as I could and it, then upgraded yeah. it. It's whatever free, whatever time you have left. And then when you do the dollar to convert it, it's like, oh, now you have Game Pass plus gold altogether. Well, if I can still uh, pay rent after I get my Rona check, then <laughs> I, I might go ahead yeah, and I'm drop not, it on that. I'm not, I'm not advocating you go out and sign up for Game Pass. I just thought you had it. So if, if you do, it's a freebie. Okay. Free-ish. <laughs> Right. Free ish, LC. <laughs> <laughs> we need a new frog for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a toad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, that's all I got about state, state of decay dose. Okay. Uh, last one I got, at least for this half, is uh, a game I picked up on Switch. Uh, I've been hawking the Switch sales a lot. And so I'll see, see stuff super cheap. And it's basically Switch has become like my mobile Steam where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that game's like a dollar? All right. And uh, I picked up Katana Zero, which just had cool artwork. It was like neon, uh, purple, and cyan colored stuff. And uh, you are a hired ninja who is... It's, I guess the way to put it is kind of like a 2D side-scrolling Hotline Miami where, all right, you've got this level layout and get through it without dying. And if you die, we're just going to reset you at the start and do it over again. But these guys are always going to follow that same path. So, you know, and I, I guess, uh, what was the, was it Gunpoint was the other one that was kind of like that? Yeah, Gunpoint was but, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I didn't like how Gunpoint controlled, so I didn't really get into it all that much. But um, yeah, that's how Katana Zero is, where it's kind of like you have like a, you know, a roll move, a dash move. You can pick up items and throw them, but you've obviously got a katana that you murder dudes with. And all the while, it's kind of got cutscenes in between where you're meeting with a psychiatrist and you can choose kind of how your responses go. And if you do like the real curt responses, it's almost like the renegade version uh, from Mass Effect where it's like, all right, I'm just going to cut this guy off and say, fuck it. You know, so there's some interesting stuff there but uh yeah i'm I'm not super far in it but i really like the presentation and it's one of those where like the whole uh all of the pause menus and everything are they look like uh vcr menus you know it complete with the static and like you know that the blocky lettering and everything on it and it's it's one of those games that's got a really cool aesthetic going to it and you know that kind of hides the budget of okay it's kind of a pixel art side scroller, you know, looking like a 16 bit type game. Well, I shouldn't say 16 bit, but I should say like, you know, that whole, I'd say more like MCGA look almost for 
people who remember the DOS days <laughs> where it's like, all right, I got a 256 color palette, but it's only like, you know, 320 by 200 resolution. Um, Are you talking about like grabbing yeah. the most out of stuff like another world or whatever, where it's like, we'll just lean into a, a look and then kind of, yeah. Yeah. Maybe because like, you know, like people talk about pixel art stuff, but it's weird. Like I've, I've kind of, I've come around on pixel art stuff a little bit, but I've also kind of feel like everyone is making it look like emulated pixel art does and not like what it actually looked like on the CRT TV or, you know, or actually I should say an old CRT monitor as well, where it was like, you know, that monitor gave that blur where the pixels filled in. Whereas people are so used to now playing like, you know, the original Mario or, or legend of Zelda on an emulated system that doesn't, have the look of a CRT, you know, that kind of blurred everything together. But either way, yeah, it's still, it's, it's a pixel art game, but it's got a lot of good style and it's fun. It's almost like a puzzle game. You know, it's like a combat puzzle game, which, you know, I've talked about plenty of those in my time doing this show. And I've always kind of had a little soft spot for those sorts of things. But uh, yeah, if you liked Hotline, Hotline Miami, but you didn't like kind of the top down look of it and wanted more of like a side scroller type thing. This, this will definitely scratch that itch and it keeps going on sale on switch. But you know, once you buy something on switch, you never know what the price is anymore. <laughs> so I think it's on sale right now, but I couldn't even tell you like what it, uh, what it's actually going for. Yeah. I wish things wouldn't do that. Like when you already own something, like, let me see what it costs. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you can, like if there's a button for like gift it to a friend, but you know, it's like, it's all other thing. <laughs> yeah. Like just show me what it what it would be, and then go. You actually own this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, this could start me on a whole rant on Xbox's system of okay, you own it, or it's on Game Pass. Like it, the worst is when it's on Game Pass, and it's like we're not going to tell you how much it costs anymore. We're just going to say, hey, you could just install it through Game Pass, and it's like, no. If I want to buy it, fucking tell me how much it's going to cost me to buy it. You know. Is that through their website or the Xbox itself? Because I don't, uh, website, I, I believe. Okay, because that's usually where I'm browsing them. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's weird that it's a whole totally different thing depending on where you are, and it changes from week to week. <laughs> yeah, the I think it was last week I was looking at the website trying to figure out how much something cost that was on. It may have even been State of Decay that I was looking at trying to trying to figure out how to how to buy the thing um, or how to get it on on Game Pass or whatever, and it was just. Like I kept going in this circle of click here, click here, click here, click here. Now you're on Microsoft site. Now you're back on Xbox. Uh, now mm-hmm. it's now it's Microsoft Live and back just back and forth for like 10 minutes trying to just figure out how much it might cost me to buy a game if I wanted it. Yeah, their sites are so fucked right now. Like I... It, it's so crazy that like in the 360 days, like the site worked, you know, it just worked. And then when, when they decided to upgrade everything for Xbox one, they were just like, yeah, well, how about if we broke it? How about if we just broke everything and then never, ever fixed it? And that's kind of where it is now, you know, just have big buttons that say TV, TV, TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hamburger. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't put this on the Google Doc, but let's talk about it now. Okay. P- PS5 controller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The dual, what do you think? Dual sense. I don't know what yeah. the, I don't know what the other sense is. It's touch and 
audio? Like um, yes. Uh, I mean, the so, yeah, PS4 has a built-in mic. Yeah. Yes, they. I guess voice is a sense, but then that would actually be tri sense because you can, it has a little speaker on it, <laughs> and you could talk to it and you could touch it. Technically, Sound, you could lick, you could lick it too. Hearing oh. is a sense. Voice isn't a sense. I guess you could. <laughs> I don't if know. If they go the Nintendo, some route. people when they talk they don't make any sense. <laughs> Sure. That still doesn't make it a sense. Fine. If they don't make any sense, then that doesn't make it a sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a little bit ugly. Yeah. But I don't like I, it. I know Harlow doesn't like the two tone thing. I, I just, well, I just don't like two tone in general. Otherwise, yeah, I don't get it. Like, I don't mind it at all. Like, it looks I, more like an Xbox controller, which means it'll be more comfortable. I think. God, I hope so. Cause I, like I hate the PS4 controller, <laughs> like I hate using it. I I just hope it has good triggers, unlike the PS4, which I think their triggers are trash. Um, yeah. I'm sure that it's not going to have uh battery slots. I'm sure it's going to be it's an internal rechargeable battery, which sucks. Like I'm kind of over that, and I'm bummed the the Xbox Elite Two went to that, because you know once it's dead. Unless you feel like tearing it open to put a new battery in, you're done. Yeah. Oh, wait. You mean you want it to have batteries, like replaceable batteries, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So I got the... like. I've Sony's, moved over to that world. Sony's never had that, have they? <laughs> like, I mean, it was wired, and then they went wireless yeah, when they were rechargeable. I mean, they keep making it bigger. Oh, So I'm okay. hoping that they'll go that direction, but I, you know, that's not where things are going. But yeah, I... It's weird to me seeing how high up the shoulder buttons were on it. It looked weird. Well, the shoulder buttons are bigger. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're leaning into the touchpad, which is the thing I don't understand. Like, that yeah, was a thing that, that thing just, nobody ever used on yeah. the PS4. Like, I just don't understand, like, making that an even bigger focal point. Like, I mean, if you want to do something, I'm not actually advocating they do this because, I mean, controllers are already fragile enough anyway. We don't need to add something more fragile. But, like, if you want to go nuts, like, Bring back the VMU. Like, put a little screen on there that's, like, actually mm-hmm. useful. Like, it'd be more useful than a touchpad, but I'm not actually advocating. Again, controllers are already 60, 70, 80 goddamn dollars, and, you know, and they're already fragile as fuck. I'm not advocating, like, throwing a working screen on there, except I kind of am, but at a reasonable mm-hmm. cost and a reasonable durability. But, you know, like I said, just, like, who gives well, a shit can, about the touchpad? I mean, you can... It doesn't have to be a like super fancy phone MOLED, but a simple like one color OLED screen that's, yeah. you know, two inches diagonal. The entire size where the resolution. touchpad is. Yeah. <laughs> Go for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of those is remarkably cheap and especially at the at the quantity that Sony would be purchasing them at to sure. put them in a controller. Like you could do a whole little display. Now, do I want to be like looking down at my controller to see something? Uh, while I'm playing a video game, I don't know, but it'd be kind of neat. I think it'd be more useful than a touchpad. Absolutely, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it it'd still be gimmicky, and I don't know that you need it. Again, it would be useful for things like when you play multi same couch multiplayer Madden or something like picking your plays. That's where the VMU is awesome. But it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I'm, either one is probably equally not going to be utilized and kind of useless. But it'd be more useful than the touchpad, I think. Yeah, but I guess it just adds such a crappy. Uh cost to all of it mm-hmm. you know like like they would just be too damn expensive with a screen on them 
I would feel be like my guess. They could be cheaper without the stupid touchpad. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. if it, they yeah. didn't do anything with it with the PS4, like why why double down on it? Like like we made it bigger, and it's now the thing is angled around this. I'm like, yeah, but mm-hmm. it never I got sus- used. I suspect that they're they're going to do backwards compatible with the PS4. So they felt like they had to leave it in, and if they're going to leave it in, might as well make it like make it look cool. I do like the, so those little stripes on the side of it are the replacement for the top light bar on the um, second generation mm-hmm. PS4 controller. Mm-hmm. So I do like that. Like that's a nice little touch. So that'll change color and, and that should look pretty neat, but. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't think I, it's, it's just me. I have a personal thing against the, the just two tone things in general. Like, I'm fine with accent colors different of different colors, but then, like things are almost equal parts, one color and another color. That just irks me. And also, for some reason, what the one that they particular one that they showed, it really looks like they started with a PS4 controller and then like did paper craft on top of it. That's like it, that's what's even weirder is like all the bottom part, like where it's black, looks exactly like a DualShock Four to me. And then it looks like mm-hmm. they mod- brought in model builders and they kit bashed the rest of the thing around an existing <laughs> controller. So the it just makes it look even weirder with the two tone one they showed off <laughs> if that makes yeah. any sense yeah i wonder if they'll i wonder if that's like the f- actual final design or if that'll change before they release it yeah i just it needs i don't know other colors we still I haven't seen the the ps5 it. box itself right no 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 there's yeah. been those weird like u-shaped prototype things that I, are not what they're yeah. gonna look like at all it'll be a box mm-hmm. maybe not a quad- quadrilateral like it is now <laughs> a parallelogram yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it could be. I don't know. Like yeah. the Xbox, the Xbox Series X went with a, you know, two yeah. Game Cubes, three Game Cubes stacked on top of each other. <laughs> look, yes. so who knows what they're gonna do? Well, it's three Game Cubes high, but it's like yeah. it's like sixteen it's Xbox original Xboxes taped together. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I, I just love that they didn't label the buttons on the top, so people are just calling it the hamburger button and the fries button. Hmm. I like the skeet button because that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <to me>. yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, like yeah. the, well, the stupid Xbox One controller. It's got a, it's got lines and yeah. squares. Like I, I get it. Like you know that it's just to me. Like we, we've now. I think Xbox and other things have started to say, okay, the hamburger pancake button, whatever you want to call it, is going to be like your start button. Like press this to do thing button. Yeah. And I, and I get the like not putting start or options or share or create or whatever that button is because then you don't have to make different SKUs for different countries and different languages, even though it's just running it through a different printing thing. But still it's, it's easier for production wise. I get that. But then like their little create button, I don't get what the fries and or skeet is. (laughs) It, I think it's it's, it's sharing with the world. Yeah. It's projecting a thing. Jazz hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's also like the, um, like the horrible goose's honk. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was the first meme that I saw was the honk. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I saw. It. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a controller. I don't I don't love the mm-hmm. look of it, but that's mostly due to color colorways, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. not the mm-hmm. not the actual design aesthetic of like what it's. Oh, going the glaze way. Oh, the glaze way. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they glazed them. <laughs> Maybe they did. I hate you both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell, count us, anyway. tell us the colorways that you hate us. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Oh, uh, my God. That's like a 256 box crayola. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
It's like an MCGA mm. colorway. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of ways just did a very small. 256. <laughs> yeah, 256. <laughs> just a crappy resolution. Yeah. All yes. right. Okay. It's good to know. Uh, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Let's. back second half hey still the motherfucking video game podcast hell yeah it is now it's time for the motherfucking second half yeah here's where we talk about old games or whatever um or give updates on games that we've talked about before uh i'll start i beat control remember that was my foti for last year congratulations control i had not quite beaten it yet uh when we did our foti's episode um this game ran the risk of me canceling it as my Fody <laughs> and deleting <laughs> that shit off of my hard drive because some of those later missions are fuck you, fuck off, what the fuck, fuck, fucking a fuck missions. Wow. Because holy good, huh? Christ. Yeah. Like I, again, you know, we've a difficulty. I mean, maybe we're old men or something and this keeps coming up, but like, you have this awesome world with this awesome presentation with this awesome storyline. And you're like, no, you don't get to see it unless you suffer, like really suffer. And holy shit. Some of the end missions of that game are just fucking ridiculous. Like I, I don't get it. And you know, and I know other people who have had uh, issue with some of the, some of the boss fights, not realizing they were optional boss fights, but it's still like, why is this fucking impossible? Like, I, I feel like I was pretty good at that game. And there's some shit at the end that I'm just like, I don't, I, I have to, I feel like I have to cheat to get through this because holy fuck. So I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Sorry, that was like a little Wayne song. Because <laughs> you're like, and then I'm like, <laughs> it was all silent. So just, just for oh. the live stream, it'll be fine on the regular podcast because you're locally recording it. But that was pretty uh. funny because you were like, it cut out for everything you just said. I, I was like. Well, I heard everything up to holy, and I assume yeah. you said holy fuck, so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Man, love funny. me some Discord. Yeah, but I, <laughs> all I can tell you is, man, like, holy shit, dude. Like, it just, that game gets too hard. Like, and I don't understand why everyone keeps doing this with their games, where they're just like, let's make it as hard as we can. I, I don't get it. And I'm also a little pissed that all the DLC is now locked on PS4 for a few months. Like the Xbox, it doesn't come out on Xbox until like June for no particular reason. Aside from like, hey, Sony gave them some money, I guess, which is also a bummer. But, you know, I'm they're probably somehow angry at Microsoft for doing the whole quantum break thing. <sighs> you know, I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. That, that was just like a catastrophe kind of. So it didn't didn't market well or whatever <laughs> it was like we did all these things and nobody wants it <laughs> yeah well it doesn't help that quantum break wasn't good well that's what i mean you know it's like we yeah you know we got actors and we made a tv show and stuff and a 
game and well nobody cares uh fuck <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah but anyway yeah i've beaten control i right. like be prepared to suffer if you get to the end of that game but i i still i think it's an awesome game with a really awesome storyline and atmosphere and everything but fucking hell man don't make your game impossible especially at the end so you know because it, it just and it, there's so much cool stuff I want to talk about that happens near the end of that game, but it's going to take some effort for people to get there. <laughs> but there's, there's some stuff they do that I'm like, I'm surprised I haven't seen other games do. And I'm sure someone will point out like, Oh, well this indie game did that, but there's, there's just some very cool presentation things that they pull that are really awesome by the end of that game. So it's still my Fody, but my God, I was ready to revoke it. I was so pissed off that night. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. Um, For completely... Yeah, but, where did this come from? I was going to say, completely <laughs> neutral I see what's on next on the Google Doc, but how did we end up here? Thanks, Game Pass. <laughs> the shit was on Game Pass, and I was like, you know, I it's Tekken 7. And I was like, I haven't touched a Tekken in I don't know how long. <laughs> I, I remember uh, Eddie Gordo. Is that his last name? Mm-hmm. Capoeira guy. That was all about yeah. all I know. Something you know. And th- this Cheapest is bad because like, in the game. This is this is bad because like Chuck and I just watched a Tekken movie and I still don't know anything about Tekken. Um, <laughs> something about there's a guy named King I think and Tiger or Lion or I don't know. There's it's Tekken stuff. But yeah, Tekken Seven. Mm-hmm. I I just tried it because it was on Game Pass and uh, I don't know. I played through. A couple of the story modes, if you want to call it that. It, I mean, man, this is a throwback to like... It, it's weird to me because I, I feel like I thought Mortal Kombat and the Injustice games had kind of changed. Because I feel like even the last Street Fighter was like, no, we kind of have... It's mostly incoherent, but we have like a story mode. We have a thing that's more than just two people show up in an arena and like, hey, reasons for fighting. And you, oh yeah, well, my reasons. All right, fight. You know, because like that's all mm-hmm. the story mode is in this. is like classic arcade style like... This makes no sense what is happening in a quote-unquote story. Um, you know, be it weird translations or, or what, it's just it's this nonsensical thing. But if you like button mashing and playing Tekken, it's more Tekken, and there's not like a full-blown creative character kind of thing, but there are like a billion ways to customize all the characters that are in there, so you can just unlock dumb things like a frying pan for the back of their or like a fish that they can hang on their back just just dumb things that you can put on your character and just make these like ludicrous costume and outfit combination things doesn't mean anything it's all just cosmetic but i think a lot of people latched on to tekken 7 and i think maybe that's why i decided to play is just because i saw like some of the absolutely ridiculous creations because i mean there's a goddamn grizzly bear character or polar bear i believe he comes in different color schemes but there's a goddamn bear character in the game mm-hmm. you know and it's so it's called a character thank you very yes, much yes sorry <laughs> my apologies um i am a baron stain on the on the world <laughs> uh but yeah um yeah i don't know it's 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 more tekken like it's it's nonsensical but if you like playing tekken games it's a pretty good tekken game you know they did kind of I don't even know who like attribute this to anymore, but like, you know, it has that modern style, like super meter type thing, you know, so you can pull out like crazy finishing move type things when you yeah. build it up or whatever, but it's not, 
it's just not fun. Like, I guess at this point, I'm just expecting more. Like, even the Mortal Kombat games, even even Eleven being just as weird and that story was fucking weird. Um, like, it was still entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like to play through that mode and like, I don't know, really understand what's going on in, in, anymore. Like, I feel like somewhere around nine and ten, like the stories were like, all right, this is still kind of wacky and video gamey, but I'm understanding what's happening. No idea what the fucking what the fuck a tech story is. No idea. No clue. Yeah, couldn't even Nate tell you one person like why they're there. But Akuma's in it from Street Fighter now, so that's a thing. Yeah, I, I seem to remember that when I tested it out at some point, I was just like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's just but like he wasn't what, very good. No, it, it, it's just weird because it's like that's the new thing is like, hey, we got a character from another game that's an error fighting game now. So like Soul Calibur six, seven, whatever the hell it was, was like, hey, we got Witcher. <laughs> Oi, Soul Calibur's got <laughs> Witcher over here. Yeah. Come play this. I think that was six. Yeah. Yeah. Six I, is the most new, the newest yeah, one, I, I, but yeah. Forget the numbers on some of these things, but that's the only oh, yeah. reason. And like four I, was just like, yeah, we got Yoda. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the one where it was like, hey, we got Darth Vader on one system and Yoda on another yeah. and yeah. somebody else on another one. Darth Maul, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck it was. I uh, know it was the apprentice from uh, oh, Force Unleashed thing. Okay. Force Unleashed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever the hell that guy's name was. Star Killer or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a Tekken game. It's on Game Pass. Play it if you want to, but it's not <laughs> worth buying. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just it's yeah. goofy, and you know, if you're, I'm not, I'm not knocking. It if like you're really super into like a particular fighting game series, believe for you, you know, like it's going to be more Tekken, and you're going to like it. But as a casual, like, I haven't really gotten into a fighting game series in a long time to like mm-hmm. learn all the moves in my head. You know what happened? To, like, oh, I switched to this character. Let me hit the pause menu and figure out what their fatality or super combo thing is or whatever. And I'll I'll use it for a little while and switch to somebody else. But then it's immediately gone out of my head. Honestly, like, I feel like that's why Smash is so popular. Yeah, because it's all kind of the same stuff. It's just like, oh, yeah, okay, you do this move, it, and then it's this kind of move, but this guy does it this way. Yeah, yeah and if you hit Y and a direction or whatever, mm-hmm. it's he's going to do whatever that weird move is. Yep. You know, the special move. Yeah, and it's, it's like okay, like, yeah, yeah, he's he's doing it now. Yeah, check all the different movement styles. And Tekken's kind of like that. I mean, it's it's Tekken's always been a little less about the here do a half circle this button thing. It's kind mm-hmm. of more like Tekken's more like at, do this sequence of buttons. Sort of, to make yeah. This it's happen. Like, okay, you know, down and this button and then left and this button and you'll start a combo and blah 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 blah. There's there's mm-hmm. still special moves and things, but it's Tekken's always been a little less heavy. Like it's sort of like Virtual Fighter. Virtual Fighter is kind of that way too. It's like you know, it's kind of just everyone it's a sort of smash smash esque where it's like, yeah, you might have a forward forward button, but most of it's just like learning their moves for which, which direction you're pointing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. Just like I said, it was bored, bored yeah. in one day. Tekken seven. Just kind of happened. Uh, Hooray. Yep. Uh, let's talk about, uh, um, we didn't put this in the first half, but dead cells. We've mm-hmm. talked about dead cells plenty of times. A lot. They, they actually put out DLC for it. Yes. The first like actual official paid, paid, paid DLC. DLC. Yeah. yeah, there was there was free uh, DLC before that. Called The Bad Seed. And it is more levels, uh, more areas, more weapons, more powers, that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's weird. They put it kind of in the middle of the game. Oh, it's all, I, it's not all, even the middle. It's, all it's all like one. early on. Yeah, it's it's all Act 1 stuff. Like basically everything to do with, with The Bad Seed DLC is Le- leads up to the concierge or you, you're bypassing the concierge because like that's the thing is like you're fighting the concierge um the mom mother 
tick, I think is what it's called, is what the boss yeah. is from this one, and then or um, conjunctivitis. That's your that's yeah. your act one bosses, depending on which path you go. So they mm-hmm. just made a whole other path. Now you can bob and weave in and out of them like you can in the others. So like if you start and like go, you know, if you, if you like go to like the ramparts, you know, you can yeah. then jump back into the bad seed DLC. If you're just like, hey, fuck that first area that I'm going to mm-hmm. go around it. Essentially, you can still do that. But yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like I avoid it now. I I, I don't go to it at all. They, um, there are some very annoying enemies there. The blow dart guys are the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. Well, the, because they'll. I I will say that I I don't like them as an enemy to have to fight, but I fucking love that there's a character called the Eater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he just like has little self spotting like tortoise shell type things that he just mm-hmm. picks up and hucks at you as hard as he can. That he eats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should give him yeah. a little New York hat and call him Derek Eater. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh-huh. yeah I, I mean it, I support them uh, they only put it out for five bucks so it's not like it was a huge investment I just kind of wish they had moved it maybe to the second act worth of stuff mm-hmm. and I not had it as like a first act option yeah honestly like having played the two because the guard what was it I know they call it the guardian DLC or well, it has a, another name um, I mean guardians the boss that comes with it the first free lc that they came before this mm-hmm. like that's that feels more like paid dlc than this one does strangely but i get it like they were like well we've been giving away yeah but i content. never got to that stuff oh i gotta admit like okay. i never made it to how you did any of that stuff yeah it's sort of like a you, you've got to do a particular thing and it's it's honestly it's like right in the beginning it's it you know, to start the whole thing is in like literally and still in the prisoner's quarters um, mm-hmm. or just right outside of it actually. But yeah, it's like, it's, it's a mild puzzle that like, once you solve it, you're like, duh, <laughs> like, why didn't I think mm-hmm. of that? Cause it's a skill you always forget that you can do until okay. every once in a while it calls for it. But it's like, it's one of the first skills you pick up. I think actually maybe once you beat the game once, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I've, I've gotten a little nutty with dead cells and it's, it's not, I mean, it's because the bad seed DLC got me back to playing it. But then I just kind of was like, I want to see more of the game and I will, I will counter with, I'm playing through boss cell areas now. Like I, I've, I've unlocked up to four boss stem cells or whatever they're called out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damn. But a caveat is, is I'm doing custom game mode to, to get there. <laughs> so it's yeah. To give you a specific quasi, weapons. Well, that and quiet, there's a quasi cheat you can do. It's a pretty important one. Um, the biggest thing that gets hard and gets harder as there's more like I believe where I would be playing now I'd be, I think I'd be lucky if there was ever a intact health fountain in between levels mm-hmm. um, but there's one of the things you can do in a custom game is just make it always there because <laughs> like they, they literally just they're just broken and then you might find like a single use health file between levels if you're lucky mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's all dependent on like picking up food and things like that to keep playing at that point um, at this high level. And it's just, that's fucking impossible. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty goddamn good at the game. Obviously not some pro level. Yeah. I'm probably as good as I could be for someone my age, basically. <laughs> um, of course. But yeah, it's like at this point, it's just, it would be fucking impossible to see the content. And I got to say, like, it's, it's unfortunate because like, yeah, you're running through the same levels, but they actually, they introduced new enemies on the harder levels. Like there are whole new enemies mm-hmm. that I had not seen on, on non boss stem cell ones. Not all of them good. I mean, they're actually some of them are 
huge pains in the ass, but yeah, yeah it's just, it's not, you know, it, I think after like one boss cell, was just like, all right, we're going to take some of the enemies from later levels and putting them in their er, levels earlier. And then at a certain point, it's just like, here's shit you've never even seen before. <laughs> and it's kind of sucks that they've got mm-hmm. content like that locked behind just a damn near impossible difficulty wall. But yeah, like I said, you can go in custom game and yeah, just pick your weapon loadout so that like only these specific weapons will ever drop and you can just take it down to like just what works for you. So that's a huge gain. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a crazy game that I keep playing, even though I'm quasi cheating my way through it. I just kind of want to see that like final level that there's mm-hmm. a whole other hidden level that I can, you know, I've seen bits of on like YouTube walkthroughs, but I kind of just want to play it too. Yeah, what happens behind all those doors that are locked behind stem cells? Uh, those are just like little bonus rooms. Like sometimes they are just an, another chest or another vendor. Um, sometimes they actually have enemies in them, and or yeah. you know things like that. It's just that's what that's what they are. Um, you got those, and then you might also notice little pedestals that have a certain number of dots on them, and those mm-hmm. are you can still pick up like full sc- uh, full scrolls that give you like a whole skill point. But then you find these little fragments that I think you have to collect four of them and then it becomes one whole scroll. So it's like, okay. it's just another mechanism for finding more. Cause like, honestly, like at this point, like I'm going in with like stats. Some of, some of the, of the three stats are like above 20. Now that's just how many sc- scrolls drop mm-hmm. because you need it <laughs> because the yeah. shit's so hard. Yeah. But you're getting like almost at that point, you get like nearly no health bonus. It's like 1%, you know, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you're still getting bonus damage and, you know bonuses to the whatever skills you pick yeah it's funny that game like every time i pick up my switch like i'll turn it on and i'm like oh yeah it's paused at some point in the game Mm -hmm. and then i just end up being like all right i'll just kind of keep playing this and so i never end up playing anything else on the switch because it's like all right well that game's already uh i'm already in the middle of a game i can't quit now yeah 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 i didn't mean to monopolize like i just i've I've been playing a lot of dead cells but yeah I, i kind of agree the bad seed like I went through it and I killed the boss and I saw all the new levels, but I kind of was like, all right, I, that's not the way I would pick to go. It's sort of like, you know, unless I'm going for a, a new boss cell difficulty level, or if I want to unlock the damn costumes or anything like, you know, like I give a shit, you know, I will avoid conjunctivitis at all costs. Oh yeah. Cause fuck hundred percent. Yeah. But like, well, you know, everyone's going there and they're like, all right, I'm gonna, sepulcher. Yeah. skip that shit too. Yeah, I went back in that once because there, and I still haven't even completed it. God, this this sucks. So I don't think this is a spoiler. This is just like it's a mild puzzle. You have to have you have to be on. Honestly, you probably would have figured it out by the time you get to enough boss stem cells to be mm-hmm. able to actually get there anyway. So I don't think it's a spoiler. But those keys you pick up in the very first level, the promenade of the condemned, I believe, yeah. um, the little gardener keys, then you you know you get a blueprint up in the tower that requires three of those keys but if you still go pick them up there are then other places and other maps to unlock what they call a moonflower key and you need three mm-hmm. of those to unlock this other blueprint that's like in the the castle or basically it's like the very you know second to the last level besides the final yeah. boss and um so like you've got to go a certain path because that's where the doors are and so it it does lead you back through that fucking forgotten sepulcher which you then have to find a hidden door in you know, while you're battling the darkness. <laughs> but I got through that. I had all three Moonflower keys, died in the fucking castle. To just oh, a no. random fucking... I got uh. pinned in the corner, and this dude just wrecked me. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even move. I was like, I was so mad, because, like, it was the first time I'd, like, 
gone and was like, all right, got all the Moonflower keys. I made it through the fucking Sepulcher and all this bullshit on this hard-ass level. And then died just random asshole on the castle. <laughs> it was just like, that was like a hard boot off of the Xbox. Like, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't think, actually, I think I I may not have played since. Honestly, I, yeah, that I was like, fuck this. And so I'll come back to it, obviously, because <laughs> it's goddamn Dead Cells and I'm this close yeah. to seeing the end. But still, that yeah. just that soured me for a few days. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've had a few of those. Yeah. But yeah. Honestly, I've gotten like certain enemies. It's like are literally no big deal anymore. Like concierge is so easy now, even on any mm-hmm. difficulty level. Um, even the timekeeper, like I've mostly figured out his rhythm that he's, I got a no hit kill on him on like two or three boss cells. <laughs> I keep getting hit on that last thing right before he goes like he, yeah, I guess he does like kind of like he throws a bunch of knives out. Mm-hmm. And for yeah. some reason I always miss the timing on that. I'll, I'll get through all the rest of it without getting hit. And then it's that one thing. And I'm like, Argh. yeah, he can get real lucky sometimes too, with his little like scorpion move. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like throw the chain thing. Like I'll be in the middle of a jump and I think, and I feel like I'm in a roll and he still somehow grabs me. I'm like, fuck dude. Like, what do you want me to yeah. do to avoid this? But mm-hmm. yeah, just one time I got lucky and like, still i don't think it'll ever happen on any level that i'll ever get it for conjunctivitis because fuck that guy like yeah <laughs> I, there's got to the be some like there's got to be some like killer weapon thing like just oh you know just obliterates him you know it seems like every enemy has that oh if you take this you will just like the concierge i'm not a big fan of this weapon but that lightning blast one where you have to like you can mm-hmm. charge it and hold it um and if you do it for too long you take damage but like if you get at the right distance to the concierge and just light him up with that he goes down super fast <laughs> yeah Oh. Anyway, I could talk dumb dead cells tips all day, but nobody oh, cares. I know. Uh, I care. Some people we'll care. We'll move on. Yeah. Next up, you got a $3 game. <laughs> yeah. Am I the only one that actually bought it or, or, or am I, did everybody buy it and just not play it? Uh, I think everyone bought it and didn't play it. <laughs> okay. Well, for some reason they were like, hey, you remember the division two? We made that. And for some reason it's going to be $3 on every platform. I no idea what that was about. I think they were launching their new season right after that, and the DLC for that was like yeah. fifty bucks. I think that's. I think that's what they were going yeah, for. I'm pretty sure they had like a pretty big DLC in there, just like get you in on the base game, you know, do the WoW thing. Like, but honestly, like Division Two, like here's the weird thing: is like I enjoyed playing Division One. I did not. I don't think I partied up with anybody at all, you know. And I got to like mm-hmm. the f- finish the quote unquote story missions and all that stuff, and then it was just like, yeah, go grind the Dark Zone, and I was like, mm, no. I do not want to play <laughs> multiplayer bullshit. That's not yeah, why I'm rather here. Rather not. Yeah. I just, I, it's weird because it's like, it's a solid Tom Clancy ass, like, you know, third person shooter thing, like solid gun mechanics and all of this stuff. And it just happens to be, you know, it. I think it's turned a lot of people off because it's like, it's an MMO, even though you don't pay. And people are just like, no, I don't want your MMO bullshit, but it's not that like at all. Like <laughs> you can, play it that way like there are things it's like oh go collect all these things to unlock this it never in any way is like yeah we're not suggesting you do that here's like missions with story and things to go shoot and fun things like that to do kind of rinse and repeat far you know like a far cry game but it's it's just fun like it doesn't have to be an mmo like at all to me Mm -hmm. it's just and same thing with this i mean it's yeah they threw in a couple more systems and it's a little confusing and they've got dumb loot box bullshit things in it. Um, some of which are just like, like when you level up, I think it gives you some kind of crate loot box thing. 
uh, it's not that like I, if it's free fine i don't care it's just it doesn't have a very good system for like hey remember when you leveled up you also unlock this so i'll I'll just like it's sort of like um humble bundle games every once in a while i'll just be like oh i gained like six levels i have like six of those crates i never fucking opened because i forgot to go to that menu mm-hmm. setting and i'll just be like all right what, what i get and half the time it's out of date shit now because it was for six levels ago but yeah it's it's still like it's still got solid shooting mechanics um I feel like they added some extra things to help the single player. Like you can get this little gun turret and a little drone thing that can follow you around and just help you spot slash shoot enemies for you. So there's like those kind of single player buddy system type things like Borderlands and mm-hmm. stuff had like the turret guy, <laughs> you know, robot dude. It's like you have these like little pet type things. And it just like makes it even easier to murder people with. So yeah, it's, it's still pretty solid. I mean, you know, there are still some MMOS things about it, but it's, still at, at, at its core to me it's just it plays sort of like a like ghost recon breakpoint sort of without without the buddies <laughs> or uh yeah. wildlands i play breakpoint but yeah which i should because that's also super on sale and i've been thinking about it but i'm also just kind of kind of satisfied with the games i've got right now <laughs> like mm-hmm. like game pass is turning out to be a fucking boon for me because i'm just like wow like i didn't know i would actually want to play half these games like that's the things is like that's why I'm just randomly installing shit because I'm like, maybe I like this. And things like State of Decay suddenly grab me. Tekken 7, not so much. <laughs> Division, mm-hmm. Division 2 is fine. I, I've definitely got my $3 worth and then some. So even if I, even if I never went back to it, I'd be like, cool. I, Division 2 is pretty solid. You know, I haven't seen like the end game or, you know, that kind of thing. But it's still territorial control things like, hey, go do X number of missions and find these number of things. And then it's like, all right, now you have control of this territory and there will be less random dudes around the street trying, trying to shoot at you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm continually amazed at like the worlds, they, the post-apocalyptic world they create where it's obviously very recognizable locations and it's just like, yeah, but you know, the plants are overgrown and there's crashed cars over here and things like that that are out of whack. Like you can see that like interesting and State of Decay actually has this too where it's like you can see like without even like experiencing it in the game, you can be like, Oh, well, I can see where how public response try to deal with this situation. So there'll be like this little makeshift military base over here or this barricade where they were obviously doing a checkpoint that they're not anymore. It's, I just think I find stuff like that in, in these games as a design narrative pretty fascinating. Like just mm-hmm. kind of watching and being like, yeah, that would make sense. You'd have a checkpoint this close to the Capitol building because this one's in D.C. The other one was in New York. But <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can see this would be a logical place for a checkpoint, you know, that has now failed and... <laughs> Nature is run yeah. amok. But yeah. Division two. It's pretty good. If you didn't <laughs> if you could get it for three if you got it for three dollars, good on you. You should play it. <laughs> yeah. If not, uh... if not nah. <laughs> if it's cheap enough, sure. Yeah. But I've a ringing a, endorsement. Other other than like occasionally like a, a couple of annoying things. Like I, I got one where it was like this this blip came up on the map and I was like, fuck, I should go over there. That looks important. And I run over to this place on the map and then it's like, oh, you need the something something DLC to play this. Like, fuck you. <laughs> but now I've just learned that it's like when you see the symbol, it means don't bother. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I haven't bought their DLC. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, speaking of games we didn't <laughs> buy. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Great. Demon's Tilt Excellent is on... Yeah, Demon's Tilt is on uh, Game Pass, yes, and it is. is a 2D pinball game. Uh, pretty much, uh, like, it might be the old PC 
games that you'd have way back when uh, that were just a 2D representation, no physics or anything like that. And it was strictly like sprite based. Here's a pinball machine. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. It is, man, there's a lot going on in that. Like it gets tough to follow your ball at all. But did Chuck and I talk about this at all last time or did uh, somewhat? Okay. Yeah. Not a ton. Cause I was, yeah, well, I was I just mean... going to interject. I think it's, it's supposed to be like a direct spiritual successor to the, I guess turbo graphics had multiple games like this, these mm-hmm. multi-layered pinball machines. And I guess somebody was like, I fucking love those. Let's make one. I think is what the backstory yeah. of this is, is like, I mean, it works. Era. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, but man, it is not an easy thing and it's not always clear about how you're setting up your objectives with it and i will say their menus are very much like ported over from pc whatever uh Mm -hmm. menus you know like like the almost like the dev kit menus because it is very much all right you figure this out (laughs) like we just we made it work on an xbox here you go and that's about it which i i don't you know i don't blame them it's it's a small small studio that put it out but and and the game itself is solid once you're playing it but yeah it is it scratched the pinball itch for a little bit but it's certainly not anything like you know any of the 3d ones like uh, pinball arcade or pinball fx but because it's 2d you don't have the camera issues that those games have you know it's it's pretty much going to follow whichever section of the board you're on it's going to show you that so i I enjoyed it, but man, uh, there are points where you just like, I, I could not tell what was happening anymore or where my ball was because there were like 3,000 things moving around on screen at once. Yeah, if it kind of it kind of hits that like, uh, what the fuck is it, uh, Super Stardust thing, <laughs> like like where it's just like at a certain point, it's like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Like a little yeah. bit of ice drain, you know. Um, what was the fucking Save the Last Human thing? <laughs> What's that name? Oh. Uh, Rezo gun. Rezo gun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gun. That that sort of just like you know sometimes it's like that overload of like there's just so much happening right now on screen, and I I felt that way about Demon's Tilt where you could get a little eye fatigue playing that for too long. But yeah, it yeah. is. It I is mean, fun. it's it's worth checking out on Game Pass. I I don't know if I'd ever purchase it, but uh, you know, certainly it's it's you can get a lot of time out of that. And I feel like the ball physics for a 2d thing are pretty good. Yeah. Like they don't feel fakey. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. I mean like the, like the earlier pinball effects has had that issue where like the real floaty ball thing, you know, it, it, this actually feels like even though it's 2d, like it, it feels like kind of like how a pinball would operate. <laughs> Assuming it's not straight up vertically, like it appears on the screen. You know, you're just kind of imagining the actual tilt of the screen, not the demon's tilt, mm-hmm. the tilt of the screen. Yeah. 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 Uh, back to me already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they put out two yeah. Borderlands DLCs since we last recorded. Yeah, I think all there have been uh, was like some free LC content, like sort of seasonal things that happened. But like, yeah, two actual DLCs have happened. Um, there's the... Fucking what was it? The loot of the handsome jackpot. It's mm-hmm. basically you're going and getting a you're going to a casino that handsome jack owned. Uh, 
That one's that one's all right. Uh, heist. What the fuck? I'm just, Moxie's heist of the handsome jack jackpot. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I, I just want to get the whole title because it's <laughs> important, maybe. But yeah, that that one's all right because you know they bring back um, the handsome jack actor guy because you meet like one of his body doubles, <laughs> like his, his you know because uh, that's the kind of asshole he was. <laughs> he like mm-hmm. modified a guy to look and sound like him, so you know. Just like like a you know, just like an oligarch would do. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it, it's fun. Like it doesn't that one. I don't feel like narratively adds too much. Like the new areas are are kind of fun, but they 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 suffer what I was afraid of. Borderlands DLC. Like see, I don't remember like Borderlands two or even the pre sequels DLC being as egregious as the one that they put out. That was the bridging DLC for Borderlands two. That was that Commander Lilith one. That was like, mm-hmm. here's a little bit of what happens between Borderlands two and three yeah. section. Um, like that one was very, that one was very egregious about not having good map to mission pickup ratios. Like you would go do a thing and then return back to turn in the quest and be like, hey, here's another quest. Um, go back where you just were. <laughs> and and I feel like not to quite the extent that that one had this, this jackpot one had a little bit or it's like, damn it. Like really? Like you couldn't just give me both of those so I could accomplish them while I was in the same area. Um, so that one, it was all right. And thankfully kind of short because I, I I wasn't loving it. (laughs) Um, but the second one I think is like, is completely the opposite. I think it's great. Um, I think level second one's is, Hammerlock, right? Yeah, it's a Hammerlock-based one. It's, um, again, I got to get the, the titles right. It's, this one is called Guns, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a good title. I like that. Yeah. So uh, Hammerlock, who's been a recurring character in Borderlands for the whole time, um, it's revealed in standard Borderlands 3, not the DLC, that he has a relationship with uh, basically Mr. Jacobs, like the guy who runs... Jacob's firearms or the, like a know, relationship the, the relationship or just a, yeah, yeah like, like, no, like, like, like they, they are lovers. Okay. And, um, so like, this is basically like you, you're introduced and it's like, Oh, you, apparently he's had this relationship in the background all the time. You're just now finding out about it. And this one's basically like, they decide to get married and they just decide <laughs> to pick this weird ass planet cause it's remote and, and exotic. Uh, but guess what? Spoilers. It's borderlands. So there's weird shit happening there that, you know, means like, you're trying to keep the marriage on track, but also like you're doing like wedding planner type missions because, um, uh, God damn it. What's her name? Fuck. I'm so bad with names today. Um, Moxie. it's not Moxie. It's the, the, the girl from Borderlands two had the mech, uh, gauge gauge. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The yes. She comes back and she's a wedding planner now, <laughs> even, even with death trap. Um, <laughs> but like, so, so she's back as like an, an NPC character and all this. Uh, it's just, it's just great. Like it's, it's laid out really, really well. Like all of the narrative stuff is, is good. Like it, it, it flows in a good story pattern. Like it's just, it's aces like borderlands DLC. Like the other one was just like, this is fine. It's not as bad as like, you know, the Moxie arena bullshit one or anything like that, but it was fine. This one is like, it's a damn good bit of DLC, like well-told story, well-told like mission structure and things like that. I just, I enjoyed the crap out of it. So yeah. Oh, good. 
And I mean, they've, they've done will, some other fun. I will like, have to play them all yeah. at some point. <laughs> they, they've done some other fun little like mini event type things. Like they had a thing right before April Fool's Day. I think it lasted only about a week. But like every vending machine you would go into would only have one item, but it was a legendary. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and so, so it's just this weird thing where it's like, okay, the, well, I, not necessarily one item. So like the medical ones would have one shield and one class mod that were both legendaries. The, you know, the other one would have a grenade mod. The other one would have a weapon. And they wouldn't like if you buy one, they wouldn't refresh, but you could do the old quit out of the game and go right back in and they'd be refreshed things. So mm-hmm. people were farming just by quitting and going back in and people were actually making like, here's where you can hit the most amount of vending machines in one go <laughs> kind of little yeah. strategy guides and things like that. So it was kind of like a fun little mini thing. Just like, Hey, you know, maybe you want some of this cool shit, but you haven't been able to beat that boss. There's the only place that drops it. So maybe it'll be in a vending machine. Just yeah. fun things like that. Because, yeah, I've, I've tried some grenade mods and stuff that I never would have tried. I'm like, oh, damn, that's actually really cool. <laughs> like things that were never in my strategy that I'm just like, oh, that's actually really fun. I've come to really like one that's called, um, like it's called the Red Queen. And it's the, the the text on it is like off with their heads. And it basically you throw this grenade. It just makes this like, it looks like a UPC scanner, like a, a laser across the screen. And it just bounces up and down. And if it hits anywhere near the upper half of their body, it just wrecks wrecks dudes by actually like a lot you know, knocking their heads off and shit. So that that's a real fun grenade mod that I never would have tried if if it wasn't mm. for finding it in a random vending machine. So Yeah, I really need to get back into that game. Yeah. I mean it's a loot shooter. It's a you know, it's yeah. more Borderlands. I mean it it, <laughs> it sucks it that everything behind the scenes of Borderlands is kind of shitty. But that's where we are. I mean I guess. Yeah. I hope to one day find it for uh, a price similar to the division so that I don't have to <laughs> for give three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have I to will give... pay you three Borderlands dollars. Yeah. I don't want Randy to make any money off of me. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Well, we all had the argument. It's like, well, at least the money will be going to the other people. But apparently not even really not. Not. No. Nope. Not the right amount. Anyway, found a way to screw him. Mm hmm. Amazing. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the state of Borderlands 3, both on and off screen. Yeah. Um, before, you know, all the new stuff came out, I was kind of in a rut, and I was just like, man, I have no idea what to play, and I want to play something that makes me feel good. Uh, so I went back to Batman Arkham Asylum again. Uh, this is a return to Arkham version, which was on Game Pass. Then it's not now, but it's like nine bucks for Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. So, yeah, I started playing that again. <laughs> uh, I got about halfway through. I think I got up to the point where you fight Poison Ivy. So, yeah, uh, that game is still great. And that game is still really good at pacing out how it gives you everything. And God, it's so well written. Like, so many of the Joker jokes are just, they actually hit, you know, it's like, he'll come on over the PA and just say something. And I was just, and I'll just start laughing like, cause it actually works. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we've talked a ton about that game, but I just got to say, you know, again, that game holds up and you know, the, the new version isn't really anything special. I mean, I played it on PC, so I was used to 60 frame per second stuff already, mm-hmm. but yeah, that fighting system is still tops. I mean, there's not as many moves as you get in Arkham City or uh, Arkham Knight, but still, the ones you have are just like it was. It was like riding a bike. 
you know, just hopped right back in <laughs> and did a did one of those fight challenge rooms. It's like, all right, there's three stars. Yes, I will take this. Yeah, I feel I, like I feel like that's a game I'm just going to keep playing. You know, like yeah, it, I've, I've 20 years from now, I might pop it back in and be like, all right, time to do some fights. Yeah, I feel like it's it's getting close for a replay for me for that one. <laughs> At least the first one. I don't necessarily want to go back to the others. Though there's there's so much about Arkham a City to love. It's just like, I think in hindsight, you know, not, it's doing just too the, much. not doing the Riddler trophies would be a big thing. Like, I'd be okay yeah. with never ever doing that again, obviously. Well, and there's a lot of Arkham Asylum stuff that I just kind of forgot about, you know? Yeah. And there's some things where it was like, uh, did I, did you have the thing like the zip line deal? Was that in that one or that? The, and it's like, no, it's not in that one. You know, yeah. you got to figure out how to get to this trophy another way. So, but yeah, game's still awesome. I will, I feel like I will still be playing that 20 years from now. I'll be like, we'll still be doing this show. We'll be on episode, you know, one twenty. <laughs> <laughs> And be like, yeah, man, I remember Batman. Yeah. You like Batman's Billy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Mobile Corner. Yeah. Been a while. Batmobile com- Corner. <laughs> Batmobile <laughs> Corner. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Chuck and I, we've been playing some Microsoft Sudoku, which is uh, much like uh, much like Wordament. You get achievements. It's on your phone. Oh, I was going to say it's kind of completely opposite because it's numbers. <laughs> yeah, but number, like, a, you know, Wordament and uh, Solitaire, same thing. You know, it's it's a free Sudoku game with ads that are really long. That's Chuck's only note that he left to me about this. He's like, ads are too damn long. It's a good note. <laughs> which, which, yeah, I mean, they are like 30 to 45 second ads. And then it goes into the whole, oh, well, now you can play the game. And it's like... No, I'm already playing Sudoku. Why do I want to play your stupid other game? Hmm. So, but yeah, can I, otherwise... Can I, can I begin my rant now already? <laughs> no, I, I just want to say uh, Sudoku, I had never played like uh, asymmetrical Sudoku uh-huh. or they call them irregular where it's like the shapes are all weird, but the numbers still have to line up. Those are pretty fun. Are you talking about more like Pictocross? No. Okay. Like, you know how Sudoku is basically nine nine square blocks. Right. This one is like the blocks can be like, you know, three on the top row, two on the second row, one on the third row. And then like, you know, whatever's left on the bottom row. Okay. Like there'll be all irregular shapes, but you still can only have nine in a row and you know, nine in a column. Okay. So it still works out. It's just, it's, I, it's a way I'd never thought of playing Sudoku, but it's actually pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. And it's free. So there you go. And if you really want, really want achievements, there's a bunch in there and they're not too hard though. One of them is like complete a Sudoku puzzle in less than a minute. And I'm like, how a short of taking a screenshot, figuring it out on paper and then going back and just plugging all the numbers in as fast as you can. I don't see how you'd be able to do it in under a minute. Yeah. You know, that are just brute forcing, just like hitting every number on each block. But even then you probably just don't have enough time to do it in under a minute. So that's one of those stupid achievements. It's like, what? Like, why would you even do that? Like the Mega Man Zero one, <laughs> like get whatever it was, like 90,000 wins or something like that. Oh, oh yeah. Bomberman yeah. Zero. Yeah, Bomberman yep. Zero. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah the one that Mega somebody Man figured Man. out would take like literally like mm-hmm. six straight months of playing nonstop. 
Yeah, twenty four hours a day to every single match. Yep. Yep. Yeah. God. Well, I mean, mine, mine is. I mean, I'm going to mention a mobile game, but that's mine is more. What the fuck is with mobile games in general? Kind of rant because I'm not. I'm not a big mobile game playing person, and I I wander back in occasionally. And now it seems like if it is a free game, it is ad based. And as you said, they are 30, 45 seconds, sometimes 30 seconds within like 15 second countdown thing while you're supposed to be playing the, you know, nerfed version of the actual game that you're not going to, you know, doesn't look anything like the game you're actually going to download anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's all they are. It's ads for other games. Like that yeah. is the, this is the weirdest ecosystem. Like the other day I got one that was like an ad for a show on Fox and I was like, holy shit, it's not a mobile game. Like I, I, like I was actually shocked when I saw an ad for like something that wasn't another mobile game. And now I'm just starting on some of them. I'm getting, I'm getting fucking weird ads. Like I got something about like learn how to properly conceal carry. And I'm like, that's oh, a what? fucking weird mobile ad. Like what? <laughs> like, like that's a, no pun intended, a very strange targeted ad. Um, but yeah, I I just don't understand this economy of ads in games for other games that are also free that are supported by ads for other games. Like I know at some point some of these are raking in the like here I will give you, you know, real dollars to push virtual coins into over here or whatever thing, but like the the whole ad economy is just weird. Like I don't I don't understand that. Like I don't get it. Like mm-hmm. I I just don't understand like the carp because nine times out of ten these ads make me be like, well, I never will touch that game just because of your yeah. ad. Like how shitty your ad is. How shitty the fucking f- fake whatever. I'm not gonna say gamer girl. I'm just say fucking fake gamers in general that are hawking your game. Like you know with their quote unquote streaming rig and it's like they're supposed to be some famous streamer and it's like. If that's if I've if I've heard of that person, I don't give a fuck. And then they're they're usually stupid and like, oh my god, best game ever, mobile thing, clickety click. I'm not getting paid, clickety click. You know, like it's just it's all so fake and stupid. That's I'm saying fake gamer in general, not non gender based. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, fuck all of those ads. Like I'm, I'm like every single one of those was like, well, I you know for half a second I was like, oh, this looks like a thing I might play, and then somebody was like, oh my god, it's addicting, which isn't a word, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, okay. Knock that one off the list I will ever download ever again. While we're at it, let me yeah. take a few minutes to tell you about Raid Shadow Legends. It's an yeah. awesome new mobile game. Go uh-huh. to RaidShadowLegends.com slash NoQuartersNet for right. 50% off a million coins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those, those pretty much right there. Uh, I was like, Raid, like, I was like, the first time I saw it, it was just a little gameplay thing. And I was like, oh, this looks like a thing I might install. And then it was like, the next one was like, yeah, someone was pacing all over the whole mic. And I was like, never download that. <laughs> I was just like, I, I don't know. It's just this weird circle jerk economy of mobile games, promoting other mobile games, hoping that one of them is going to make you drop pellets into the feeder. Like, it's just, it's so gross and disgusting and if it wasn't for honestly, utter- that's probably why I've stuck with Marvel Puzzle Quest for so long because mm-hmm. it basically doesn't have ads. They're just like, no, we're gonna try and sell you premium packs. Sure, but you know what? I don't have to buy premium packs. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I and I said I was gonna mention a game. I downloaded just because it was one of those things. I don't even think I saw an ad for it. I was just like, oh, that's a thing. I've heard heard of that. I will try your little game. But there was an always sunny like mobile like Empire Builder kind of thing. You know, mostly like mm-hmm. a idle business type of thing 
which you know sometimes are my jam like i for some reason i really like adventure capitalist i you know mm-hmm. it's egregious and it's like ad based like give you boosts and things like that adventure capitalist is and so so is the always sunny one but like the thing about the always sunny one is like somehow there was a team that's like despite it just being like caricatures of the characters and little word bubbles they get the tone of the writing of the characters really well like it was like i was hearing like frank and charlie's voices like coming out of their mm-hmm. faces with just their their thought bubbles but then it's yeah. like you get to the actual game and it's like all right this thing is uh super slow um come back in three hours and you might have enough to buy one more that slightly doubles the speed kind of thing you know it was like it was so ridiculously slow based nothingness you know it was like beyond an idle game it was like yeah come back in two days and you might be able to go to like the next Ugh. thing <laughs> you know like just by letting it sit there like because because just like sitting there actually tapping the buttons didn't do anything like at a certain point in adventure capitalist you're like i know how to maximize this 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 and this i was trying all the same tricks on this and it was just like no there's literally nothing you can do to make this go any faster like without just giving us money like <laughs> there was like no strategy no nothing it was just like mm-hmm. now nah, buy buy our currency and i was like no uninstall <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's nah. me with mobile games where I'm like, I, I mean, I tried one, uh, fuck, it was some, it was like a 3d ripoff version of like, um, threes sort of basically, you know, it was like a number combo combination, like ball drop number combined little blob thing. I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but I actually really liked the aesthetic of that. And that is a thing that I could totally see myself getting lost in playing, but yeah. it was like, out of nowhere, every so many seconds, an ad would just right in the middle of what you were doing, just pop up and start playing. And really? I was like, and I think I dug in there somewhere and there was like a $3 option, like remove all ads. And I was like, that's not unreasonable, but like, you've got to give me a better taste of your game before <laughs> like you sour me with yeah. like that horrible experience. Before you break it. Yeah. And it, cause it was just like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like I'm in the middle of like, well, is this the best place to go? And then all of a sudden like, you know, ad, <laughs> it's like right at full screen. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't even mm-hmm. like do anything, trigger anything, got no mo- no bonus, just random ads periodically. I, like I love the ones that have a bad hitbox for the X to oh close it, God. and it'll open it in app in the app store anyway. Oh, the you fucking, mean all of them? That yep. what is it? It's like something world war world war world or something like that, where it's like it's just some tower defense thing. Have you can come across that one? Because it's got like it's got the tiniest little close bo- box thing on there. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like you're you're stuck in like the shitty flash version of the game that, like I said, probably isn't going to look anything like the actual game where you do install it. But it's like well, you can see barely read the timer ticking down from whatever number thirty probably. But then like it's the tiniest X, and it is it is so inconsistent. Like it will not work. Like you should be able to report an ad this broken because it's like mm-hmm. even if you do tap it right half the time, it's like nah. I'm not going to register that as a close. You're just going to have to wait till like the fail scenario happens so that it triggers the next screen. You know, it's fucking, it's egregious. It's, it's so bad, but yeah, I mean, I've, mm. I've seen, I've just, I've seen ones that were just so awfully done. Like there's some hotel tycoon one that's like, it has a timeout thing that will never tell you the game. Like it will just, it, it tries to take you directly into like the, the nerfed version of playing the game um, if you do actually try to interact with it, it'll let you like click two things and then like take you to a static page that actually tells you the name of the game. But if you just let it sit, it will never tell you the name of the game. Just the little close box will come up and be like, 
don't know what that was. Bye. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was just like, how fucking stupid do you have to be to like nowhere on the screen of nobody interacting with it to just not even say what game it is? <laughs> like, that's so basic. Yeah. I don't know. Just it's it's all atrocious. And it's just I don't understand how it's like this multi-billion, if not trillion dollar industry of mobile games and sucking the quarters out of people. But like I can't understand how they can't do this better. Like why all their ads look like they were made with an eight year old with flash. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's. it's I love insane. when they have broken English too. So many oh, of the yeah. ones on the Sudoku one are like more move mean more dumb, <laughs> and it's like uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All I like uh, yeah, all the ones that are like you know if you could beat this your IQ is over two hundred. I'm like oh god. I, I know that's theoretically possible. I don't think it's ever been recorded in a human. <laughs> like. It is, I don't know that anyone's ever tested like at 200 or above because I haven't been tested yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not also, a coward. That just, just means never been tested. you're good at the test. You're doesn't mean <laughs> no. you're actually smart. Yeah, I mean, IQ tests mean almost nothing, but like I said, yep. you're, when you're like, if I can beat your fucking, you know, uh, picto cross game, it does not mean I'm like an unachievable <laughs> level of IQ or something mm-hmm. like, cause I can play a match two game. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played memory as a five-year-old. It doesn't mean I'm fucking genius here. <laughs> I'm good at like, Oh, you want there, 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 there. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, just, I don't God. know. Fuck mobile games. It's the worst corner. Yeah. I, yeah, they I'm, still not, I'm not, I'm not mobile corner, mobile games corner anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're the I'm the mo- anti I'm the anti hype man. You're the mobile like, games sucks. coroner. Yeah, <laughs> he sucks. He's a chump. To clear him dead. <laughs> you're gonna knock him out in five seconds. Yeah. I just I got the towel in hand right now. Like <laughs> this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I feel like we have this rant like every year. Or I know. Two. Yeah, I'm gonna I, throw the towel in at the weigh-in. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just can't no. like. I just can't bring myself to hardly download and play any mobile games for the most part like i'm still playing well since i can't leave the house i don't really play the the harry potter game or pokemon go anymore um but up until um up until quarantine um i was playing those and that's about all i can stomach like they they do some mobile game goofiness and i know they're trying to figure out ways to get my money but i mean everything yeah, else is I, just trying to interrupt your experience with something shitty and mm-hmm. I, yeah i mean honestly i can play any of them any of them that don't have ads i can handle and i hadn't played one with ads in a very long time until sudoku came out i had forgotten you know like what it's like to be interrupted and just have to basically wait 45 seconds before you can go back to you know yeah I, <laughs> what you were doing when I I was just in its defense because I don't know why I'm a venture capitalist apologist, but but like the ads in that game are all for boosts. They are they they will never present you an ad if you don't want free shit. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, there it's it's all like a oh, do you want like you know a multiplier of earnings for four hours? Watch a thirty second ad or ten, you know, random between thirty yeah. seconds or less ad, you know, and you will have four hours of multiplier, you know, in the background. So it's like mm-hmm. it's it wholly optional like what i can't stomach is like that one where it was like it's a puzzle game and i'm just getting my brain into a rhythm of doing something and then it's like no warning whatsoever here comes an ad <laughs> you know like that was like fuck mm-hmm. all that shit yeah, yeah. so i don't yeah. necessarily mind ads being a way to get free things like you know if it's a coin based thing where it's like you know wait x number of hours and you're gonna have more if i can watch an ad and get more immediately 
sure, fine. That's I'm okay with that. You know, if that's your economy, you know, patience, add or you know, give me money. I, I'm I'm okay with that three way choice. You know, because I'm probably going to go with whatever the free option is, either waiting or watching the ad. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, I'd uh, rather just like spend my Google Play credit that I get from sure. um, the survey things on like a full version of it. If I ever hear of a mobile game that sounds like it's actually worth a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it used to be like, you know, you get ad supported things just to try out a game. And then I'd be like, yeah, here's your 99 cents to take out the ads or $2, $3, whatever. But when your first experience is bombarding you in the worst possible times with ads, it's like, mm-hmm. you don't deserve any fucking money for this. Yeah. <laughs> You've already unsold yeah. me. Damn yeah. it. Because if you're doing this bullshit now, what's later? You know, like, what are you going to do when I get to like a super hard level? And it's like, ah, you want to make a five five sixty eight, then you're gonna have to give us two dollars because you're never gonna make that combo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm kind of amazed at the ecosystems of them. Like, you know, looking at like Marvel Puzzle Quest being my main touch point for this. Like, it, it keeps popping up, and it'll be like, buy this pack for twenty bucks. And it's like mm-hmm. one character worth of stuff, you know, and every week there's a new one that's 20 bucks or 25 bucks and some are 50. Like I've seen some that are $80 and I'm like, I felt weird buying, you know, Neo with all its DC DLC for $80. And that's a game I'm probably going to spend a hundred hours playing. And it's like a mobile game where, okay, I can get some high level characters, not even maxing them out. Keep in mind, this is just like to unlock them. $80. But I guess there's people that are paying it cuz holy shit. Like I guess I should uh, this just means I need to start a mobile game <laughs> and yeah, have collectibles I mean, in it or something. I mean it's but it's like it's, like their ecosystems just feel completely I mean, fucking broken in comparison to like what we're used to for games. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's a disgusting industry. That's why I mean like I will continue to rant about it because you know we were attacking EA Activision, all these people years ago for things that weren't, you know, even a eighth as egregious as what mobile games do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, we yeah. were like bird EA to the ground because they did this. And it's like, none of that was even remotely close to what everyone seems to tolerate with mobile games. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's just easier to be like, you know, cause we didn't get hooked in somehow, you know, like there wasn't some like that taste of like, you know, games used to be this way and now sudden, all of a sudden they're changing. It's just like, no, we expect, we've always expected mobile games to be bullshitty in that way that I guess mm-hmm. people are just okay with it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer as it always is. <laughs> Maybe I should spend some of my furlough time downloading and trying out mobile games. <laughs> Might as well. You're going to be angry at a lot of them, but... <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah, some of the ads. You're gonna see a lot like, of the same ads too. Yeah, Jesus Christ, some of those ads. Are just fuck it, if I ever see it again. Whenever I'm scrolling through Reddit on my phone, every third ad probably is some. I was trying to look for it earlier, um, but it's some fucking mobile game, and it's like, can, "Hey, Reddit user, can you survive in this whatever world?" It's like some zombie pandemic sort of crazy thing. I'm like, first of all. Fuck off, considering, <laughs> you know, what we're going through First right now. First of all, now. fuck off, sir. <laughs> Second of all, go away. 
Just stop it. Second of all, this is a Wendy's. Yeah, <laughs> sir. This is a there, sir. This is a Reddit. Um, but like, I I think the <laughs> the most annoying thing is it's like addressing me, like, "Hey, you Reddit user," and like, uh, ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm a Reddit user now. Um, <laughs> also, stop advertising to me, please. Leave me alone. Well, you've already given Google all your all your information and location data for for some shekels in the Harry Potter game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's, our, our our privacy future is over. Let's just face that. Well, no, yeah, I just hate being I'm, addressed I'm, as a I'm not really worried about the privacy. I'm just like, leave me alone. Like, stop. Like, you don't know me. <laughs> like, you may think you know me, but you don't know me. Yeah, just your algorithm knows me. <laughs> yeah, I, I will shit. say it's been interesting watching. Uh, Pokemon Go deal with coronavirus basically, and they've been like they doubled the the range for like raid battle stops. So like you don't you know, they're like well if people are going to be here and they have to be six feet apart, we're, we've doubled the radius where you can actually interact with this gym now, <laughs> which is interesting to me. But they've also got like one coin packs now. Uh, in their store where really? like you can buy a hundred red balls for literally one coin. So that's nice. That's kind of like, nice. And each, each week it cycles to a different thing. And it was like 50 uh, of the, uh, the, whatever the middle ball is. Um, Great. For a coin. So, I mean, at least like, but that's stuff where it's like, okay, this cost me nothing. Like if I had thrown something in a gym at any point for a day, I'd have enough coins to be able to buy this stuff. So it's just, it's nice to see them kind of having to adjust to, okay, you can't leave the house. So how are we going to keep people playing this game? Yeah. Pokemon no-go. Wizards, uh, Wizards Unite has done a couple things like that. Like they changed some of their daily challenges to not require you to actually unite. go to any, yeah, to not <laughs> unite. They didn't do anything with the range like, like Pokemon Go did, but um, mm-hmm. they're, I usually like play wizards unite for the events like i'll pick Mm -hmm. it up when there's event an event going on and play the shit out of it for a day but i couldn't go do like it was also the the most recent one started uh like the day that i found out i was going to be furloughed and also the day that i found out i wasn't going to get to go to the kesha concert this summer um so that was like the worst day of my life um (laughs) So I was just too mad at anything to even bother playing, but um, but they've even they just started another event today, um, and I'm like, I I can't really go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Like I even I have there's a fortress, not like 150 yards from my house, but I'm not gonna just go outside just to do that like yeah yeah i want to leave the house but um i'm not gonna there are better reasons to leave the house yeah like i took my lunch break to go get uh sugar and ground beef and a lunchable also um lunchables yeah yeah lunchables motherfucker but like some supplies that i forgot to to pick up because i Mm -hmm. i I got excited and bought all the sh- all sorts of things I shouldn't have bought when I did my grocery delivery and forgot like 
important things. But that's the kind of shit that I'm going to go outside for is when I have to go, you know, go pick up groceries or um, if I need a certain supply. But I'm not leaving the house for fucking Harry Potter. For some wizard shit. Yeah, wizard (laughs) shit. I would love to leave the house for wizard shit. If there wasn't a coronavirus, if there wasn't a pandemic, I would love to, like... I'd leave right after we're done. We're done and go do some mm-hmm. wizard shit for the for the event. But I, you know, yeah, it's kind of impossible. Hey, but if it wasn't points. for that, we'd be all be in the same room recording easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but ten points to stay indoors. Yep, <laughs> nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I guess that's that for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we'll keep doing this. Uh, hopefully. By the next no quarters, we'll be allowed to record together. But who oh, we knows have like at a this year point? Or so, so yeah, we'll probably be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who honestly knows anymore? But uh, if you don't want to get in touch, uh, write us at where my skull at nocorders.net, as in the location of my skull. Uh, visit nocorders.net. Check out all our stuff. Uh, you can join our Discord. There's all sorts of links to everything there. And uh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, all the socials, check it out, slash no quarters net. You'll find us. Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Do we even have a Facebook page anymore? Or do we just say fuck Facebook? It exists. Yeah, yeah maybe. Don't once, bother. Once every three <laughs> weeks, I get a notification that someone has liked the page. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. When they've run out of uh, ways to ring that little bell on the bottom that gives me the notification that something's happening in Facebook, they're like, oh, no quarters. They haven't yeah. heard from you in a while. Yeah. That's like, yeah, there's a reason for that, buddy. Hey. And but anyway. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. You sure I'm you don't sure. want to tell I'm them sure. whatever this thing is? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. If you guys don't have everything else, let's get out of here. Yes, please. Okay. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out.